With the third year of our big tournament coming up, we wanted to reach out to our fans and former guests for some kind words about the show. We had our intern put this nice clip together. They made me think my dick was big, but it was actually really, really small. They convinced the old lady at the end of Titanic to throw the necklace to the bottom of the ocean. They just smell really, really bad. The Hoppy Boys? More like stealing toys from innocent children. They smell too good. They fucked my wife. They threw bricks in me pool. They ruined my sex life. Brendan didn't come visit me in Pittsburgh, and he didn't even feel bad about it. They made barbecue for my whole family. I won't stop until you're taken off the air for good. And you can't do anything to stop me. <laughs> I hate the Hoppy Boys. I hate the Hoppy Boys. I freaking hate the Hoppy Boys. I hate the Hoppy Boys. Oh man, I hate the Hoppy Boys. I hate the Hoppy Boys. I really hate the Hoppy Boys, but oh, do I love Yoko. I hate the Hoppy Boys. Here's Hoppy. <laughs> Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Previously on Lonely Boys... Well, at least he's being honored. I've never been honored. I did win a contest once at boarding school, and I think there was a plaque, but uh, I'm not sure that really counts. <laughs> what kind of contest? It was for drinking. It was. It was for drinking hot chocolate at the winter fair. If you must know. I had a buddy that went to Exeter. Exeter. I barely know her. <laughs> the, the stories he tells would make Keith Richards blush. Okay, kind of a non-sequitur, Dad, but all right. Uh, yeah, well, um, I wasn't really into the party scene. Sequitur, I really I, know her. <laughs> Dad, enough. I, I know you're the jokester of the family, but I, I just want to let you know that I wasn't really into the party scene. I was there for the academics. Oh, it's me again. <laughs> Sounds like you've made some great choices, Serena. I'm glad the bad ones have a way of following you. I'm so guilty right now. To Serena, you know, I've never heard that hot chocolate story. Hey, you know, there are a lot of stories going around. True, but I did hear this one. My ex-boyfriend went to boarding school with Serena, and he tells a great Oh, I'm getting so uncomfortable right now. About her and his teacher one night at a bed and breakfast? Jenny! Although I'm sure they were just studying, you know, like she says, she was all about the academics. She's all about the academics. academics, academics, academics. You fucking bitch. 
Hey Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 3, Episode 21 of Gossip Girl, the penultimate episode of Season 3, Ex-Husbands and Wives, but I am not here by myself. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but his sisters are drug dealer, Brendan Ruppel. Hello! Oh, <laughs> I'm your co-host, of course. You're still... <laughs> the uncle of podcast, Nick and Cream. Hi, the Little Cream Nation recording live from the Crematorium. I am your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. You're still, uh, you're still Brendan Rupfire? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was, uh, just editing before this podcast, and, uh, as... You know, it was a wild one last week. It yeah, oh, it strange, went off, it went off the rails, episode. it went off the rails pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. But, Brendan... We need to talk about last week. Yeah, we don't have any time to waste. We, we have... If you can believe it, another great guest. Uh, last week, we kind of did a little throwback to when Brendan Month happened, and we had one of your friends here. Now we're going to do a little throwback uh, to, to Albany Month, oh. as as we have another Albany, uh, great alum of Albany, University at Albany, one of, one of my good friends, one of my closest friends back in my college days, uh, who is also a Gossip Girl super fan in her own right. It's her first time on the podcast. Please welcome Beth Trippy. Beth, how are you? Wow. Thanks, Matt. That was such a nice introduction. <laughs> I, listen, you, do, oh you deserve it. People should be thanking you for the introduction. <laughs> no, ev- yeah, everyone should thank me whenever I introduce them. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. One person that's, that's not going to thank you is Pete for the lack of banter. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, Pete, I'm sorry, but we just we just don't have the time. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Beth, thank you for coming on the podcast. I've been, you were one of the first people I texted because I know that you are also a big fan of this show and uh, just very, very glad you could finally come on. Absolutely. My cat is named after Chuck, so, you know. So, I, I, What's your cat's name, Red Chuck? Yeah. Chuck, oh yeah. <laughs> named Absolutely. after him. <laughs> He's a tuxedo just, cat. It's the best man. Yes, it makes oh, wow. a lot of sense. Um, ah. Yeah, big big fan, big fan of Chuck the cat. Um, we, I guess, you know, let, let's ask you the question we ask all our first-time guests, and uh, we know, as I said in your introduction, that you are also a fan of the show, and you've proven that by, by saying that your cat is named after one of the characters, but what is your uh, history with Gossip Girl? Did you watch it when it was on? Have you watched it more than once? Uh, and, you know, just uh, you know, your, your, your history with the show. I, I did not watch it when it was on TV. I started watching it when I moved, actually, to the Hamptons for grad school, um, and so all of my roommates had watched it and it was wow. kind of fun to watch while I was going back and forth between the city and then yeah, also what a the place. Hamptons. You live in the yeah. Honestly, life. I mean, the, you yeah. must have loved the episodes where they go to the Hamptons. It was very cool to kind of see <laughs> the, like the windmill scenes that they would do because oh, I would yeah. drive by that sometimes. Yeah, they, um, were filming in, so, they were filming in your backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in the, I used to live where all of the people who did the lawns and watched the kids live, <laughs> yeah. but still. <laughs> so Yeah. And, so, and I, I go back, I wanted to rewatch it again, but I, I go back and I watched a couple episodes here and there now. I haven't done a full revamp yet, but... Okay. Now, you liked one character so much that you named your cat after him. Is Chuck your favorite character? And if not, who is? Oof, that's a really tough question. I know, I know. <laughs> Ask oh, the hard-hitting man. ones. I know. Ask the hard-hitting ones right <laughs> off the bat. Um... I know it's controversial, but I think he probably is. Uh, yeah, it definitely characters. is, especially in this stretch of episodes where he has just yeah. sold Blair to his uncle for a hotel. But yeah. Uh, listen, yeah, it's, it doesn't look good for me right now. But <laughs> I get it. Everyone's I just got to hold out. It, yeah. it happens. I'm waiting for him to have like the off-season refresh where yeah. I can officially forgive him for it. Like, ah, oh, you know what? That was last season. That was, that was season, three, yeah. that was season three, Chuck. Yeah, season three. Yeah, and um. 
Who is your who's your least favorite character, Beth? Uh this might also be controversial, but I think Jenny's kind of annoying. No, uh, no that's a kind of popular opinion on this show. I really? Know. Me and me and Brendan I'm have been sorry. going to war defending yeah, defending Jenny, yeah. but she's had a a rough end of season three. But I'm still. I know it's tough. I feel I'm annoyed. Like I love when she combats Serena, and we'll talk about it, obviously. Oh, but yeah. like I'm I, I'm on neither of their side all episode long. I, <laughs> well, like I want to yeah. be on one of them. Well, yeah, they they yeah. are they go against each other hard in this episode, but then they end up kind of on the same side by the, yeah, end, by they the do, end of the episode. Interestingly enough, <laughs> even I think they... speaking of cats, also in characters, I think I might need have to rename my cat Puma to Jenny's boobs. What? Jeez, <laughs> they were crazy in this episode. They're ridiculous, <laughs> insane. Like they've been on a streak of like, what's going on there? I thought she's pushing them up. But and, she's like, so but thin. They, I don't understand. I, I don't get it either. I, like the physics makes no sense. But like, I Jeez. guess they're real. <laughs> Throwback to the very they're... first user review of the week I read when they commented on on uh, Jenny's breast and said jingle jangle jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that, but I didn't. I didn't feel the same way. Like now, I I see the jingles and the jangles, and I don't. I feel uncomfortable seeing it. Like yeah. I, I usually would be on this podcast promoting the jingles and the jangles, but. And this uh, is- <laughs> I want to say cover those, cover those bad boys up. You and and you are a big promoter of jingles and jangles. On I, this I always am. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, well, let's let's get into the episode here. When things get tense between Rufus and Will, Serena chooses to stand behind her father, making Rufus feel like an outsider in his own family. Jenny and Chuck team up to try to find out what Will is hiding, while Blair joins forces with Dan and Nate to find out why a psychiatrist claims that Rufus had sex with her. Uh, absent in this episode is Jessica Zor. How do you spell it? Pronounce that? I don't remember. Zor? That Zor? sounds right, yeah. Jessica Zor as Vanessa Abrams. Uh, I mean, I didn't miss her. I was so happy when Dan said she no. already went to Haiti or wherever she was going, because I guess that means <laughs> yeah. she, she's not in this episode and she's not in the finale as well. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, when I when I when we sunk up our audio, sunk up, synced up, I don't know. When we clapped on three, I was I couldn't, like, very tempted to just keep clapping. Keep clapping, yeah. In the name, I gave, in the name of <laughs> Jessica Zor not being in the episode. I gave a standing ovation for Vanessa not being in the episode. And, like, yeah. I guess I, I don't have to guess how you guys feel about Vanessa. No, not a, not a Vanessa fan <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Happy that she wasn't here. But yeah, I... I I don't. I don't even remember the point I was. I was. I was going to say, but probably something that was anti-Vanessa. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> it's your time to shine here. You've you had a bit of a hot streak, and now you you've missed the last one. Maybe you've missed the last oh, two. No, I don't I'm remember. I'm getting nervous now that I missed uh, the last one. So, yeah, it's just the last one that you missed. The episode title to this episode is "Ex-Husbands and Wives." Do you know what that is referencing? Oh shit. I really don't. Oh no, this is gonna all come <laughs> crashing down. Ex-husbands and wives. Is it? Um, fuck. Ex-wives and husbands. I don't know. Switch well, them around. Brendan, you only had to get one right of the last three to oh, no. clinch over five hundred for the season. You missed last week, and now you have missed this week as the title references to the nineteen ninety two film Husbands and Wives. Same thing, just no X's. Uh. So you are now 11 for 21 on the season. You have to get next week to clinch oh, an over 500 score. I don't... This is exciting. You've gotten that... Uh, this is exciting. Husbands, like, just take... Remove the X. I don't know. I, I'm trying to get in the, the, the minds of these idiots, and I just you can't. can't. 
You can't script this drama. This is, I mean, you, you had it. You've missed the last two for a, for a winner take all next week. I mean, uh, this who, is like uh, Mr. 3000. Exactly. Who cares about the episode next week? Come back to see if Brendan can get the, t- the, the title. Is Bernie Mac as drama. I hate that movie is so frustrating because he was safe. He was safe at first and the umpire called him out. They didn't have replay back then. Oh my God. I'd be challenging that call up and down the oh, field yeah. in these days. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> original air date, May 10th, 2010. We are nearing the end of the season, and we are going to start with Blair and Serena trying on some clothes. Blair is getting ready for a date. Uh, there are so many clothes in Blair's room, and Blair confides in Serena that she's never been on a date. A real a real Ryan Atwood here, uh, because she's she's only... Re- I mean, she dated Nate, Nate since she was in kindergarten or whatever, then went straight to Chuck without ever really going on a first date with him. So uh, Serena asks, what about Chuck and Nate and Chuck and Nate again? But Blair asserts that she's never been on a real date with someone she didn't know already or who wasn't a British lord masquerading as a college student, which, you know, we have well, we love callbacks yeah. on this show. Is, is this makes me feel bad for Josh Schwartz. Like, has this guy never gone on a date before? Because he, <laughs> he keeps talks about this all the time. that characteristic <laughs> in this character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But what if you've never been on a date before? Can we make that part of your personality? <laughs> I mean, by Blair's definition, have either of you ever been on a, on a real date? Um, With someone you didn't know already, or who wasn't a British I, lord know, masquerading as a college student, I guess not. Yeah, actually, I I have, uh, and it's it's scary. I, that's what I, I mean. It, it seems like a nightmare scenario. I get why Blair wouldn't want to go on one because I feel like yeah. more times than not, you're just wasting a couple hours of your life that you could spend like watching <laughs> right. watching Gossip Girl instead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You have no idea how it's full. It's riddled with anxiety, and you have like. Uh, com- time commitment of somebody that you might hate immediately. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I would. I w- I would not be looking well, forward to that experience. But Brent, Brent, so the first time you went on one, uh, what did you do and where'd you go? Coffee shop. But it was it was a uh, dating app one. Mm-hmm. So oh, like I, I really got to pre pre screen the person, which was great. Okay. But I remember thinking about how his voice just really did not match his face. And it was just, it, I couldn't get mm. over that. And it's like, really? We get that a lot, too. A lot of people say that my voice is bad, but my face is bad in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that a lot. I mean, you went further than I would. I, I've been on a dating app where they're like, all right, let's go like into the city and get drinks or something. And I'm like, Jesus, I just started talking. I, I like deleted the app after that. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> That's too much. This is scary. <laughs> It's really scary. I had to, exactly what you're supposed to get. You no, know, I had to delete it because it was Hinge, and you have to like answer the message, or else the notification doesn't go away. So it was just either live <laughs> with that. You, you could have gone to the date. Either live with that notification for the rest of my life, or delete the app entirely. <laughs> uh, no, that was, the Hinge is the worst. I think of all of the apps. I haven't been on them in two in years, but wow, must be yeah, nice. Yeah. I've never been on a, a single <laughs> dating app, but the only thing, the datiest thing I've done is go on a like a coffee walk with a girl from the cross country team, and uh, but we didn't like sit down or anything like that. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, like, s- if you don't sit down, it's not a date. That's the rule. Right? I don't think I, I think it really kind of isn't. We just walked it's around. Like ideal though, because you can just like there's like a constant channel yeah. where you can. Just- and it, you can start running if you right. have to. I was going to say, if you don't like the date, you can just start running, and then if she like questions it, you could be like, oh, we're well, cross country yeah. runners. That's what we do." Right, it works yeah. for me too. I feel like I feel uncomfortable if I'm like sitting down for too long, someone looking at me. Yeah. Right. Like, where do you look at someone's? Like, do you look at their face? You can't look in their eyes for too long because that's it's very scary. right. Right, because then you fall in yeah. love. Yeah, just, it's, it, that's hard. I didn't think about that too. If you're like a new date, someone you don't know, when you're sitting across the table from each other, I mean, you're just Brendan, Brendan would eyes. just be looking at those jingle jangles. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I mean, the kind of dates I'll be picking up, I think they'll be going, uh, my boobs are down here, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, be annoyed. I was just looking at their eyes. Yeah, pro- probably the types of girls you you go for. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Blair is going on a date with this Cameron guy for some reason that she met. I guess she's like ready to move on now. She doesn't want to just use him to make Chuck jealous, and she can sense that something's wrong with Serena. And Serena tells her that she thinks that Rufus cheated on Lily. And Blair tells Serena she's sorry, and she didn't even know they had groupies that old. Which, uh, was that the joke of the episode? I love a good uh, that, well, Rufus's uh, old joke. It's, it's so it's so close, but that that was the contender for a long time until Nate said something really funny that was like so uh, just so off character. Sometimes they throw lines at Nate that make no sense for him, and it's just <laughs> I, funny that he has to say them. I can't so wait. I, I think he gets a, like an, an ironic joke of the episode later. Ah, on. I can't wait. If I, if I skip over, make sure make sure you mention it. Okay, sure, um, sure. So. Uh, Lily still doesn't know, but Serena has uh, told her dad for some reason, and they think it's best that they wait to tell Lily because stress isn't good for her condition. And so uh, Blair offers to hook her up with Dorota's Polish mob connections, and I feel like we really need to learn more about this, even though Serena just laughs it off. Yeah, but did, does Serena think that she was kidding? Yeah, because uh, if I know Dorota, I don't think she was. Oh, think she yeah. was kidding. She I don't was. Think so. She was handling those that uh, <laughs> that lighter gun the other the other episode a little too well. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so. Uh, Serena hopes that Rufus just stays the fuck away from her mom while she's sick, and uh, then she ends the scene by pulling out a pair of handcuffs and telling Blair that it's a little much for a first date. Like, I, I don't know where this came from. Yeah, wait, that know. was so weird. It was... They were, like, on top of the purse. They were, yeah. they were, like, recently used. Yeah, Blair just has these handcuffs out. She always has them around. It's just so strange to include that in the episode. It, it, it didn't come back at all. By the way, it's so, it's so annoying that Serena just has this information hostage because she loves it. She loves oh, knowing she this loves stuff it. and... Just holding it over Rufus, and he's just being mad at him when he has no idea why she's mad, and <laughs> not telling anyone about this except for Daddy Willie. Yeah, like, even though he already knows. Serena is so slow. unbearable in this episode. I was actually Team Rufus. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, yeah she's, she's every bad part of Serena is coming out, and it's coming to a head. I mean, this happens with. It seems like she. She starts off good. Like, it, it seems like this is the thing every season. She starts off great, and then by the end of the season, she gets just so fixated on something and so delusional about something, yeah. and she just continues to spin off the rails. Because all, all the big drama, she loves to be a part of it, and yeah. she's the worst part of it. Exactly. Like, all, all the silly stuff is fine. Like, if she's in the background, she's doing a good job and being cute. But when the, when the drama really ramps up, she's just always on the, the wrong side. Yeah. So our new favorite duo is on the phone. Uh, Jenny and Chuck, a uh, detective series, might might actually be a great spinoff series here because they seem to work well together. Yeah. And uh, Chuck tells Jenny that the girl she sold Lily's fake oxy to charged Chuck double what, what she paid just for him to uh, get the bottle back. And so Chuck has a, a personal pharmacist that's looking into it. Uh, Jenny's kind of on the phone whispering to, to Chuck because she's been grounded. She's not allowed to use her phone. And uh, Chuck's like, what the fuck is going on with the whispering? If, it, if it's a seduction technique, don't bother. And if that was Jenny trying to be seductive, I would have concerns because that was not a seductive whisper <laughs> at all. No. It was just a plain whisper. Yeah, just a plain whisper. We, we should do a whole podcast where we whisper. Seductively or just regular? No, just regular. No, and then we could do one a week. One, <laughs> one seductive, one regular whisper. All right. Now, maybe not this one. Maybe for the maybe for the finale. We, we, could... we, also, we won't tell them which one's which and they have to vote on which one they think is seductive. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like a fun game. Um, <laughs> have the fans interact a little bit. So, um... Rufus sees Jenny on the phone and immediately takes it away from her. Uh, we're going to see Nate and Chuck in their suite, and Nate tells Chuck that he's going to go see Serena. Uh, obviously, uh, we're, we're gearing up with this Cold War here where some people are going to be with uh, 
against Will, and some people are, are going to be for him, and, and mostly it's just Serena riding for her dad, Will, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you'd think Je- Jenny and Chuck are against him because they realize that something's fishy, but Jenny's going to switch sides at some point, and Nate is in this very interesting position here as the, as the swing vote, potentially. Yeah, and um, he obviously picks the right side because Serena, like you said, is just so unbearable. <laughs> Even if she was right, I just wouldn't want to be on her side. Yeah, yeah, the wrong side if you ask Serena, but the right side if you ask everyone else. And uh, so Nate, Nate tells Chuck that Serena is in a good place, and Chuck is glad. He tells Nate to say hello to Blair for him and hope she has a great day. And when Nate is like, don't mess with Blair's date today, Chuck's just like, a date? With whom? And so Nate's like, come on, yeah, I have a million spies around. I have to be the one to give you this information. And uh, he's like... You know, you got Blair into Columbia. Just let's end things on a good note. And he leaves. Chuck gets a call from his personal pharmacist, and uh, he asks about the pills. And so every everything's being set up here. And, you know, it's right, this episode, you know, we start with the action pretty much right away. Yeah, definitely. I, I also I have to wonder how many people that Chuck has salaried just, like, yeah. roaming the city. Doing he has a personal pharmacist. Jobs. <laughs> I feel like he could, he could just randomly be like, oh, yeah, I have a, a personal baker. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> Let me get my cookie guy on this. He, he can help. He can help with that. He's, <laughs> right. he's got a guy like for a literally. Kramer, Kramer without the, with the money. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a very rich Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, man, I, I would... I would love to see uh, the, oh my God. the roles roles Rich, swap. Rich Kramer? Ch- no, yeah. I would love to see uh, Chuck in the Seinfeld universe and Kramer in the Gossip okay. World universe. I think that'd be <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to see a young Kramer. Young Kramer? I mean, I feel that. I hear that's a CBS's new show. <laughs> <laughs> who, who plays I, Kramer and young Kramer? Well, the, the same guy that plays young Sheldon is also just going to play young Kramer. Oh, okay. I was going <laughs> to cast Timothy Chalamet as young Kramer. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I like where this is going. <laughs> This is really, I mean, I think yeah, we should. Be, hair, I think we should. Yeah, I think we should be pitching this idea. I think this has legs. <laughs> giddy up! So, so. <laughs> the coolest giddy up you've ever seen. <laughs> Dan comes. I mean, if Timothy Chalamet can play Willy Wonka coming up, I think he can play Kramer. <laughs> it's not too far off. A couple more summers off, and you're good. I think anyone with curly hair, Timothy Chalamet can play. <laughs> so. He's not just a curly hair casting member. Yep. So Dan comes home to the loft as Rufus is in the middle of yelling at Jenny that uh, Chuck is not giving her her homework assignments, so she shouldn't be on the phone with him. And Dan's like, I just came back, spending my last night with Vanessa. So goodbye, Vanessa, for this season. Great. <laughs> my last night with Vanessa. Now I'm only going to I'm gonna fuck Serena this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that Vanessa's not here because, oh, this was the point I was going to make earlier, because we can actually have Dan involved in the main plot of the series, of the yes. show. Yes, and it was great. We had, we had everybody we needed on screen at the same time. Yeah, it was fantastic. Like and we love. And this is when Rufus fills Dan in. He's like, Dan, I don't know if you heard, but your sister's a drug dealer. And Jenny's like, I was <laughs> a drug dealer. <laughs> so I mean, I'm glad. I, he's like a normal man. So this is this is good Rufus. Like, he's I like, know, yeah, obviously he's think, pissed at his daughter. Yeah, you would think. And this is it. He's just like, well, he's, he's so over it at this point. Based on the things he's gotten more pissed off at Jenny for, that he would be off the walls right now, like screaming yeah. at her. But I guess there's so much else going on. Yeah, he's he got other stuff to deal with. Figure it all out at the moment. Yeah. Yep. So Rufus is forcing Jenny to stay in the loft and do her homework, but all of Jenny's books are in the penthouse, so Rufus takes it upon himself to get them, and he has Dan come with him for some reason, and Dan, like, sarcastically says, he's like, oh, yeah, because Dan loves being in the middle of these things, but then he actually goes with Rufus. Like, why is Dan wasting his time with this? I don't know. Maybe he's, he's still got a little something for Serena and wants to go see the fam. Well, yeah, that's that's why Rufus is going there, because he actually wants to talk to Lily. I guess maybe you're right. Based on how this episode ends, maybe Dan uh, wants mm-hmm, to talk to Serena. Maybe. Um, subconsciously he can't help himself <laughs> and she's, she's been looking great this season I, as you pointed out yeah 
A lot of ridiculous. You know, I think the weirdest part is that the outfit started getting more risque once uh, her dad started coming around. She also bites her lip at him in this episode. <laughs> you notice that? I mean, there is a weird energy between weird, Serena weird, and her weird. dad at various points in this episode. Don't like it, uh, Brendan. Speaking of speaking of Serena's dad, your your uncle Billy comes home. And uh, yeah. because he's presumably living there now, which absolutely makes no sense still, but whatever. <laughs> and he's got a special delivery of more presumably uh, fake drugs as Lily is feeling spoiled having a doctor in the house. And then, God, this this just scene just made me sick. He, he's having Lily feel nostalgic by reminiscing about her time pregnant with yeah, Serena. Yep, I, yep, yep. I cannot stand this guy. But Beth, how do you feel about Serena's dad? Did you remember this arc at all when you were watching the episode? Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's a scumbag. Yeah, he's it's- ball. Yeah, it's just the classic, um, it's such a Serena thing to do, too, where it's like, no, this time it's fine. Oh, yeah. It's just like the whole episode. It's like, it's literally yeah. never been fine. He's never been there for you. He always leaves. Yeah, like, yeah why literally. it's going to be different? Yeah, at the end of the episode when she's like, dad wouldn't do that to us. Dad wouldn't leave. And Like, what about the last That's 14 years, Serena? That's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish Serena would listen to Eric more often. I, I know he, she ends up like, convincing him that he might be a good guy, but if she just talked to Eric from the start yes, and like got angry at her dad before just starting to love him out of nowhere. <laughs> he's he's the wisest character in the whole show. He is. He's very wise beyond his years. He really is. He's always got, yeah. He's, he's, uh, got, he's one of those people, he's a good watcher and a good listener. Yes. He's always got yes. really good introspective points and definitely absolutely big level-headed guy big big eric fans over here at, at lonely boys studios um I, I just hate that william is so clearly forcing this nostalgia and it's just like working on I lily know. she's like oh yes like, i did drink so much of that juice when i was pregnant with serena so what great it's so balance. gross knowing that, that he's that stupidest reference that yeah. whole freaking <laughs> juicer thing like yeah <laughs> He's like, I'm surprised you can even drink apple juice when, you know, when you were pregnant with Serena 17 years ago, you drank so much. <laughs> yeah, that was a like, deep pull. 18 years ago, whatever, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. And Lily brings up the speech, and William immediately apologizes. He's like, I just caught, got caught up in the moment. And Lily's like, I was hoping that's all that happened. And she's just so willing to accept what he has to say. And so uh, Daddy Will is just looking forward to getting to know the kids because uh, Lily did such an amazing job with them. Lily and Rufus, he says. And Lily is also thankful for William, and she asks him to, uh, to check out her humidifier while he's there yeah so gross i mean he's, he's planting these little seeds while still trying to look like the nicest guy ever i know it's uh it's it's very you know i i'm re- i'm retroactively pissed that richie gave him an mvp last last episode i forgot about that even though i mean he did technically win the episode i guess but god it just feels yeah. wrong that he's in the positives yeah. right now somehow so, <laughs> chuck calls jenny uh, he's calling the humphrey house phone because jenny can't enter her cell which means that chuck knows the humphrey landline number somehow like wow that's i i don't he's got a guy yeah he has a phone guy he has a phone book guy <laughs> do phone books even exist in 2010 like i, I don't even know when they stopped they yeah. still do. do they exist now oh, yeah. who, who was the last time anyone they also probably still book? exist now yeah i don't know i don't think anyone has any need for a phone book these days it would have been funny mm. if Rufus did answer Jenny's cell when he tried to call, and uh, Chuck told Rufus about the fake pills, and we got a Chuck Rufus mess around instead of a Chuck Jenny mess wow, around. Wow, that would be something. <laughs> yeah, that's I something would, we I haven't really had like yet. That. The Chuck Rufus uh, <laughs> scheme. <laughs> um, so Chuck tells Jenny that Lily's pills are uh, ivermectin, great at battling parasites, and African river blindness, but lymphoma, not so much. And so Jenny asks if they're dangerous, which is a good question, but uh, that Chuck doesn't answer. He's just like, we need to find out who prescribed them and when. And I-, I was surprised at first that Chuck didn't go to his uh, his PI, Andrew Tyler, but it-, it seems like he doesn't need him. Chuck is Chuck is good at this. He-, he knows what he's doing. He was able to track down the doctor and bribe them, and, and uh, now they just need someone who's an expert at extorting information. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love this episode because everyone needs Blair's help. Everyone, needs, everyone's <laughs> like, we need someone who's an expert, and they always go to Blair. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> uh, but I, I, what I am worried about is that they didn't talk at all about what these side effects, like, if these do have side effects for Lily. Like, right? They were well at first. They were like, oh, is she being poisoned, or is she? And it's yeah. Like, well, yeah, that's pretty concerning. Can we talk about that for a minute? Like, <laughs> does she need to go? To yeah, I think cures river blindness. Then what does it do if you don't have? River blindness. Yeah, I think in the uh, in the ridiculous scene where the five of them are in a cab and they're all just like giving us exposition about what the master plan was, uh, th- I think that someone says that the the side effects of these pills mimic the symptoms of Lily's cancer, so that's why he he chose huh. those. Which gotcha. is, if you know that, I mean, the side effects of lymphoma are extremely severe yeah yeah so they mimic de- like near death <laughs> yeah that's a great high if you've experienced it <laughs> the, the near death. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, jenny already sees that chuck is going to ask blair knows that he's just using this as an opportunity to get her back and pretty genius because we all know that blair can't refuse a scheme even though she uh, tries to at first and as much as we hate chuck right now it's going to be great seeing a, a classic chuck and blair team up as very like, classic yes. yeah and so um, the fact that the scheme just happens to be like taking place at the same time as Blair's date is even better. Uh, he tells Jenny to meet him at the Waldorf's, and Jenny tries to tell him she's grounded, but he just hangs up on her. So uh, Jenny just leaves. And honestly, Rufus should know better than leaving Jenny home alone. He's, he's yeah, I mean, so come stupid. On. What do you think she's gonna do? <laughs> Why did he even take Dan to begin with? He could have left Dan. He could have been like Dan, babysit your sister, but he had block to, her. He had to take Dan with him so that Jenny could just leave. I mean, the, the door's open. She she's on the inside. Like she could go wherever she wants. And she was, she, was the whole, she, yeah. she walked out. She was like looking around and like like looking down the hall, <laughs> making sure the coast like, was clear. <laughs> I thought for a second that Rufus was going to be just standing at the door. <laughs> yeah, like Rufus was going to gotcha. <laughs> so should have done that. Uh, yeah, the the dummy Rufus and Dan arrive at the penthouse. Serena gives Rufus an icy greeting, and uh, she tells Dan that Jenny's books are in the old room, so he goes to get them. And uh, Serena's like. I thought Lily's told you she needed time, but it turns out that Rufus is uh, is also here to make sure they're still on for that Friends of the Library thing tonight. And uh, it basically, he's just like, Serena, who is the problem with me? Is it Lily or is it you? And she's like, listen, Holland told me. And Rufus is like, what, about the sublet? Well, like, we already went over this. And Serena's like, you yeah. know it's not about that. And at that moment, the entire rest of the Vanderwoodsons come out of the woodwork and that's what's going on. Like, Lily, William, and Eric all come out from, like, different sections of the house and, like, swarm and, like, what's He's going on? from a different staircase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Eric comes out of the fridge. <laughs> like, what's going on here? And... To me, I don't know how you guys read the scene, but it seems that Rufus is clearly innocent here because he's so confused. Yeah. He straight up asks Serena what Holland told her. And, like, Rufus is not smart enough to pull off this double bluff here. No. No, he's, he's very obviously telling the truth. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, Beth, you also agreed the first time you were watching this, you, you believed Rufus from the beginning? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and like you said, like he's got nothing up his sleeve ever. He can't. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a terrible not, liar. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he can't lie like that. He's no Blair. And he even decides to call Holland so she can tell them herself, which would be insane if Rufus right. was guilty. Exactly. So Holland appears and she's trying to leave, but Rufus, Rufus is in cocky Rufus mode. And he's like, I have nothing to hide from my family. So just tell them the truth. And Holland's like, OK, we slept together and everyone is shocked. And like, it seems like they all believe Holland because... Again, it truly would be absurd for Rufus to bluff <laughs> so hard as to call Holland over and force her to tell everyone if she, he was actually guilty. Right. But so he obviously denies it. And like like I said, everyone seems to believe Holland because Rufus tries to talk to Lily as she flees upstairs and literally everyone calls from to stop. And for the first time, I'm actually feeling bad for Rufus because he is getting hardcore guest lit just about as viciously as anyone oh, has yeah. on the show. Yeah. 
And it's in, in this moment when Billy says, like, what would Holland have to gain by lying? I was like, oh, you did all this. Like, this has been your your thing. For, like, I, I, in my head, like, it, it all came together for me. That you had your, you had your been, Dr. I, House I, moment. Yeah. I don't think it, it went as far back as what they said in the car later on. Mm-hmm. But it, it went as far back as remembering that he was probably the one that got Holland to try to, like, sleep with Rufus with all those moments when they were hanging out in the right. like, her apartment together. I, I, that was definitely where he started, but I guess it started a little bit earlier than that that we, yeah. we find out later on. And they, the only thing they don't answer is how do William and Holland even know each other? Yeah. That's true. Holland has been yeah, in, like, Florida for 14 years, and Holland has been living here. Like, she says she owed him a favor, but for what? Like, what is their history? How could they possibly oh, yeah. have any history? It's, it's, maybe because she's a psychiatrist and he's a doctor, so maybe something in the... I guess so. sketchy in uh-huh. itself. I right, don't right. know if I would want my healthcare <laughs> practitioner owing someone a favor. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, um, and you were saying, like, when... Uh, when Lily says, come on, why, why would Holland lie about that? Like, Serena says the same thing to Nate, and Nate's like, I don't know. I don't even know her, which is a great That answer. was one of the funniest <laughs> yeah. lines, too. He's like, I don't know why she would lie. I don't, <laughs> I know, don't know who, who she is. is. I, I, I haven't know. been here for these plot lines. <laughs> I don't know who this woman is. I've never seen her in, a, in my life. Well, how should I know why, why she's lying? Which is a good point. Yeah. Like, um, right. And so uh, Serena's like, yeah, it's better that the truth is out. And Ruth's like, that isn't the truth. And... Uh, I like when Serena treats Eric like he's seven and he, she's like, come on, Eric, we don't need to hear this. And like leads him out of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, baby boy. <laughs> and then Holland's like, come on, you couldn't expect me to just lie to all of their faces. And it's like, but that's exactly what you did just now. You lied to all of their faces. And so. Yeah. <laughs> and then William has that sly move where he's like uh, Holland, right? Pretending like he doesn't know know her already. And then tells her to, oh to get going because stress <laughs> is not good right. for Lily. And then uh, that's when Nate walks in and is like, what I miss? I mean, what a good actress of a psychiatrist to just look at Rufus in the face and say, like, yeah, we did sleep together. Yeah, and, yeah. like, a psychopath just walk off. Oh, my God. How do you even deliver that with a straight face? Like, I, I would not be able to confidently just tell a room of people that I slept with someone when I so, like, obviously did not. And someone says, like, why would she embarrass herself like that? I'm like, well, I, I don't know, but there's probably a reason. Like, maybe money's involved, but there's a lot of reasons that you would just embarrass yourself. You wouldn't. I don't think she would do that if she actually slept with Rufus. Like, what, what does she have to gain by... I guess she'd have Rufus to gain by breaking up the family, but is Rufus that much of a prize? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Lily's looking dramatically out the window, and Rufus enters simply saying, Lil, I'm sorry, I had no idea she was an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, Lily doesn't want to discuss it, because like like you said, she says, why would, why would Holland lie about this? And, I mean, this just shows that she doesn't necessarily trust Rufus, because Rufus is like, I don't know why she would, but... You have to trust me. I didn't do anything. And it all comes back to the scarf in the apartment. And so uh, also Rufus's kind of childishness and stubbornness in re- in uh, earlier episodes because uh, Lily's like, surely you can understand how I'm feeling. I mean, you didn't talk to me for four weeks after you saw that letter from William. So uh, a solid point from Lily here. And uh, yeah. Rufus just sticks to his story and calmly tells Lily that when she's ready to believe him and talk about it, to give him a call. And uh, Lily and Rufus are on the rocks yet again. I mean, pretty insane that they planted the seed... Like way back when, or like was it early season three? Yeah, when it him was. and Holland were hanging out, and like it's supposed to pay off now in like the second to last episode. It, it we had forgotten who Holland was until she came back out of <laughs> yeah. nowhere to tell Serena about all this. I mean, this dates back to the letter that that Serena got all the way back, like back when when Trip was still in the picture. Yeah, it, it's a 
definitely it's definitely weird if usually for these season finales it's it's like stuff that has been leading up to this big moment like in much in prior episodes not not ones from 20 episodes ago you know i like i like that we've had this like this thing that is spanned over the course of the season. We we don't it, we don't get this anymore. It's fun. Shows these days don't have twenty two episodes. They all have eight episodes. We don't we can't we can't get season long arcs like this anymore. Yeah, but I wish it was like more of a build up instead yeah, of just well, like yeah. a, hey, remember this thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, remember this thing from sixteen weeks ago? Um, yeah, and so yeah, I don't hate it though. So uh, Nate, Nate, I mean, who knew Nate was such a Rufus loyalist? Because he is the only person who believes him right now, and. Uh, is surprised Serena doesn't believe him because this is when he's like, I don't know why she would lie. I don't know who she is, but I do know Rufus, the guy who took me in when my dad left him with nothing. And honestly, that's true. Nate's Nate's little brain is helping him think clearly. Like sometimes you just need someone who just yeah. sees in black and white to not overthink things, like everyone yeah. else is. And so right, he, he he knows that Rufus is a good guy. He raised yeah. a good boy. He gave Jenny's, Rufus a chance. He gave you a chance when Jenny. you bailed on Brown. But Serena's pissed that Nate is taking Rufus's side, and she leaves the room. Yeah, Rufus has been nothing, nothing but great to Serena and her family, and she just, as soon as her dad came into the picture, she just all of a sudden hated Rufus. Yeah, yeah. she was, yeah. she was praying for Rufus to be, to, uh, to have been cheating on Lily so that she could get her She's, dad back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she, she would. She's in on this too. She would have planted the evidence herself if, if Holland didn't oh, come yeah. and say it. Um, so back to Chuck and Jenny. The, the new besties are at the Waldorf residence, and. Um, Blair is very confused as to why the two of them are here together and wants an explanation. And so Chuck fills her in that something is up with Lily's medicine and they need Blair's mind game mastery to figure out what. And uh, Blair's response might have been my joke of the episode where she's like, who are you, house? I, I know Brian would have appreciated the comeback as well. <laughs> he would have loved that. <laughs> Beth, you're a house fan as well, too. You must have loved the uh, I do. I love house. Yeah, it was great. I remember you used to watch house all the time. God, I need to do a house rewatch. Oh, yeah. Brian, my, Brian had a point. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. I, we really need. After, after Gossip Girl, we'll do the housey boys. All right, Housey Boys, it is. <laughs> that was my show back in like middle school and high school. It was yeah, always was, on. It, it was on was USA a, a all the time. It was like hours. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, back when channel surfing was just a thing. I would, I would like watch it all night long. Yep. I still do that. I think I don't know. We, we talked about it one time. I do, I do still channel surf. It's, it is nice to have. Uh, my my landlord pays for cable for some reason, and she just <laughs> has an extra cable bar. She's like, you guys, wow. you guys want a like, free cable? I'm like, no, I, I mean, uh, I guess. <laughs> So nope. I so I just leave on Food Network all the time, and I get free uh, Yes Network, which well, is great. That's not channel surfing. That's leaving it on a channel. I know, but like when when there's nothing good on Food Network, I just like that's I just you sit like around. sitting on a surfboard in the sand and being like, <laughs> I'm surfing. Yeah, it's, me, it's me and one of those like little balance boards <laughs> watching Food Network. I I always watch TV with a purpose these days. I have no time for surfing. Um, so. Uh, Chuck always uh, also tells Blair that the pills were subscribed by a psychiatrist, and uh, Blair says she's honored to be called, but uh, she denies their request to help them, and Chuck gives a heartfelt plea, but Blair is intent on going to her date and tells them, uh, next time don't bring Jenny Humphrey. And so, at least for now, it looks like Blair is not interested in scheming. Yeah, I didn't see why she was so against Jenny being here. Like, I get they're not the best of friends, but that was the deal break. She would have <laughs> yeah, done this if yeah, it right. wasn't for Jenny standing there. I yeah. guess. I guess so. Um and she's mad at she's jealous of the cleavage going on today. Oh, is that is that what it is? <laughs> so I don't she think had a, cleavage in that scene. I, I think it, that was later. Yeah. She, oh, that's that's true. She I mean, she did the, have a, like an, an aerial view though. She waits. She waits sure, for the sure, library. Sure. The library gala. She she only. Uh... <laughs> she. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta show the the book some cleave. <laughs> So Eric and his mom are walking on the sidewalk, and Lily apologizes that Eric had to find out about Rufus like that because she knows they've become close, which is why it's a little su- surprising that Eric is so ready to believe Holland. And 
he's like, listen, the divorces get easier. Don't don't stay with Rufus. For me, if you think he cheated on you, you have to decide whether you still love him. And again, Eric wise beyond his ears, giving giving him some right. some good advice and uh, tells her that it doesn't matter who she ends up with as long as she's still here. So a sweet scene between uh, mother and son. Yeah, I mean, this is the start of him just being kind of the, the guiding light throughout the episode of just like, hey, let's talk about what really matters here. Yeah, his later thing on, is, he does the same thing. Yeah, his thing is he just wants to know that his mom's going to be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's like, first, he wants to make sure she's okay mentally. Later on, well, he always wants to know he's she's okay, like physically too. But in this moment, he just wants to know that she's going to be happy with whatever her choices. Yeah. Um, such a good boy. And so Nate good, and da- good boy. Uh, Dan and Nate are also roaming the sidewalks. And uh, Dan thanks Nate for getting involved. And he's like, yeah, of course. You, you know how much I fucking love Rufus? He'd never do that. He's the best. <laughs> so uh, He Nate- taught me how to play lacrosse. <laughs> he told me how to do that thing where he, with the soccer ball on my knee. <laughs> Dan's like, he never told me how to do that. <laughs> Wait, my, my dad taught you that? So Nate is keeping this from Serena. Uh, he wants to see what they find out before they tell her anything. And uh, Dan thinks he's on dangerous ground. But I, I think it's the right move, keeping Serena in the dark here. Because Serena is so un- unwilling to hear anything other than Rufus is the worst. <coughs> oh, yeah, she's just a big baby. She really is. Big baby. A big sexy baby. She's got, oh, okay, as right. Taylor Swift would say. <laughs> and she yes, would say all the Taylor Swift references. <laughs> and that is, I mean, little known fact, that song is actually about Serena Vanderwoodson. <laughs> I, I believe it is. <laughs> um, and so uh, Nate says they need to find out the truth and Dan says they need an expert. So of course we go back to Blair, who is on her date, but they're just, like, sitting in her house looking up the philosophy of war for some reason. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't see Blair binging it in another product placement, but uh, this, <laughs> this does seem to be... This a, opportunity. Yeah, this is an interesting first date here. Yeah, I didn't really even know what the first date was, and they, I, I was glad that they all barged in. <laughs> yeah, they, they barge in. And so I don't even know if I would consider that a first date. If you're, they, it seemed like they were... Were they getting ready to go Maybe, somewhere? Maybe they are. Well, keep maybe. in mind, they are sitting, so that is rule number one on, on the requirements to be a date. But they're not facing each other, are they? Even do you have to face each other now? I think so. So if you sit, same you're gonna si- sit. You're if you sit in the booth on the same side, that's not a date. That's a weird first date. First of all, yeah, that's really <laughs> same side sitters first date. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> they the person sits down and you just sidle up next to them. Kind of a, kind <laughs> like, of a power right. move if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you, if you're if you're walking, you can talk and like be next to each other, but sitting down, you got to be across. I would hope you could talk if you if you were walking next to someone and you weren't just like walking silently. That sounds like a boring date. Mm. You haven't dated. <laughs> I make it really entertaining without speaking. <laughs> so, uh, so Nate and Dan walk in, and Blair's like, "My mother better not have rehired you as a cater waiter." Which we get a couple cater waiter callbacks in this episode, which is all, it always hits. It's always so funny. It always does it. Dan has big cater waiter energy. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going to be a writer, so he, if he wants to be in entertainment, he's got to uh, do. He's going to yeah. be a waiter. He's got to pay his way. dues as the cater waiter. And so Dan introduces himself to Cameron. Uh, Cameron also tells Nate, "Great game last week. We're still pretending that Nate's on the lacrosse team." <laughs> <I guess. laughs> this has got a big laugh out of the, the crematorium over here. <laughs> We've never seen Nate play lacrosse, but this is now two episodes in a row we're just mentioning his <laughs> lacrosse career. <laughs> and I love that everyone is just dropping by today because they need Blair. Like everyone in town knows that Blair is the master, and. She asks if Chuck sent them, and she should think about what she asked because Chuck sending Dan, like Chuck sending Nate. Okay, that's one thing, but Chuck being like, "Dan, you gotta help me out, buddy. Go, go, go uh, yeah. go try to get Blair in the scheme." He's not beneath anything right now. I guess, yeah. Um, 
So Dan tells her it's about Rufus being accused of cheating, and Blair Blair has her own uh, Doctor House moment. She's like, "I knew something wasn't be- wasn't right about when uh, Serena said the uh, the rooftop garden." She she's a genius. She uh, she figures it out, and uh, is that what she calls Rufus? <laughs> what rooftop garden? Ru- <laughs> it's a good nickname. Interesting. Every intricate nickname. Come on, come on, Lily. It's me. It's your rooftop garden. I would never do oh that to God. you. <laughs> Why did you step into my rooftop garden? Oh. So, uh, Nate asks Blair for help, and to Cameron's credit, he's like, "Please show me your world, uh, and I want to expose a scandal on the Upper East Side." Yeah, good for him. I love that he's down to to do this. Like. He's uh he's very down to just join in on the scheming, but I don't know why we needed Cameron in this episode for this. Like he's not worthy to be a part of this scheme. No, he's just tagging along. He's not ready for it. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know why he's he's here in this episode. But uh, Blair just says uh, they'd be lost without her, and she tells Nate and Dan to tell her everything they know about Holland. As a uh, she she's getting her Bing machine ready and fired up. She's gonna Bing the shit oh, out, of, yeah. out of Holland. <laughs> so and what do we find out about Holland? Um, we find out that she's a psychiatrist. I guess that takes one one Bing as a name. <laughs> yeah, one Bing. Just type in type in the name, I guess. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. the whole hierarchy. So it's a psychiatrist prescribing medication that says oxycodone, which I don't think a psychiatrist can prescribe. <laughs> but then it's also not actually oxycodone in the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of layers to that. <laughs> yes, and she, that's a good point. She's subscribing it to someone who is not her patient. So I, I don't various. Right. Uh, and I don't even. <laughs> I hope like. Uh, a cancer patient at home would be prescribed opioids. Like, right, right. If he, if he wants to be mimicking symptoms that she's having, shouldn't it be a medication that she needs to take every day? Like, that's not like a medication that you take. Here, like, oh, it's it's eight a.m. Like, let me take my oxy for the morning. Like, right. I know. Lots of holes. Yeah, it's not a perfect. Yeah. it's not a perfect plan. That, that's for <laughs> sure. But it seems to be working so far, and. Um, yeah. So Chuck and Blair are with each other now. I love all the scheming in this episode. They they enter uh, what is going to be Doctor Kemble's office here, and Jenny. Uh, Jen, oh, for, it's Chuck and Jenny first. Blair doesn't come in come in quite yet. It's Chuck and Jenny, and Jenny tells the receptionist they're here to see Doctor Kemble. Uh, she slips right into her lie and tells the receptionist that she works for a trouble teen hotline. She's really worried. She said something about drugs and depression, and she needs some advice from Doctor Kemble. And as she's distracting the receptionist, Chuck sneaks a glance at uh, the little planner on the desk and sees that Doctor Kemble will be at the NYPL benefit. And so. Uh, the receptionist says that she'll be back next week, and he's like, next week? But then uh, Chuck cuts her off and says, next week we'll be fine. I feel like the receptionist would be so confused as to what their relationship is. She Like, like Chuck is just, like, cutting her off and being like, it's fine, we'll go now. Like, is, is yeah. Chuck her, like, manager or something? Like, what is uh-huh. going on here? And, I almost be worried about why this guy is kind of wandering behind my desk, too. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't stop him for just, just wandering behind her desk, which is insane. And then Blair, Cameron, Nate, and Dan all waltz in as well, which is amazing. And Blair just flat out says they're looking for Holland, who claims she slept with Rufus. And the reception is like, what the fuck is going on here? And that's when Chuck picks up the business card and reveals that Dr. Holland Kemble is a psychiatrist. So at, at this point, were, were you putting it together here? She's working together with William. Were, were you figuring out how far back this went? Yeah, I, I, I was more so just getting the details at this point. Um, but I, I, I just I knew, like I said earlier, that th- this whole thing traced back to him and her. Yeah, it's another. Uh, now, now we're just getting it, it all fleshed out for us. Much like with Jack Bass in the hotel, this is another 75 point plan that someone had to map out. Exactly. It, it, it did give me give me vibes of that. But I think that one maybe was a little more 
intricate. Yeah, a little more convoluted, I, I think. Yeah. So, Jenny. This one, we still don't really fully get the motives uh, of Holland besides nope. just she owed, the weird she owed favor William she a favor. Owed. She owed William a favor. Yeah. It's a big favor to to like risk your career by prescribing someone <laughs> right. fake drugs. But hey, if you owe someone a favor, you gotta you gotta make good on it. So and even even Willie, are we calling him Willie still? I forget. Yeah, I, th- I think we're um, calling it, we're calling him Uncle Willie. Willie's good. Yeah, like for for him to also risk his career and his life because he's doing something super illegal. Well, he's in so love. Like, I, I think I think yes. the uh, medical board would understand if he just said I was in love. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Love makes you do crazy things. Chuck sold Blair yeah, for a hotel man. for the, for the love of his hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Jenny is back at the penthouse. She calls Chuck and uh, asks what she's looking for. And Chuck tells her that she's looking for uh, another thing of pills that they can trace back to Holland. And so the rest of the mystery gang is at Chuck's suite. And Blair is convinced that Holland is trying to poison Lily to have Rufus for herself, which that would have been quite the scheme. And so <laughs> I uh, I just have to point out that I, you, you know how I feel about episodes like these. I love that everyone is all teamed up on a mission right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone except for Serena, who, of course, is on the wrong side of this. But uh, I guess we have Cameron to fill in for her. <laughs> this, this reminds me of the episode where uh, Rufus's son is, uh, is involved and the whole yeah. town gets involved. <laughs> yes. Classic, uh, classic Scott. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Hope he's having fun on the oil rig with Carter Basin. Oh, Scotty Scooter. <laughs> and also no Vanessa, which is, which is preferable, which is also why Dan's allowed to uh, participate in this one as well. So, um, <laughs> right. you know, we always talk about how rare it is for every character to interact with each other in an episode. And we have a good amount of them working together and interacting in this one. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. And uh, it, honestly, it's, it's even as simple as just when I see Dan with Chuck or Blair. Yeah. I'm hyped. Great. Even Nay sometimes. I'm like, you, they don't, they're actually friends, but they don't get to hang out enough. Yeah. Yeah. When Dan is with any of these Upper East Siders, it's always a great time. Any of them. And so... Uh, Chuck says that Holland's going to be at the benefit tonight, and Blair thinks that's perfect for some public humiliation. Uh, Cameron's looking confused, so Chuck takes the opportunity to make fun of him for not being able to keep up. He's he's just so out of place here. Uh, even Nate is able to keep up with them, and uh, Dan finally realizes that uh, they need Jenny to find something to be used as leverage, and Blair smiles and tells Dan that she's happy to have him aboard this time, which I don't know how sarcastic or this sincere this was, but it doesn't matter. I loved, I loved this Blair and Dan interaction, as brief as it was. I- I think this is my joke of the episode here. This is when uh, Nate is trying to explain yes. how crazy things can get to the boyfriend. He's like, last year, Eugenia pretended to be a French Canadian to get back at Poppy. <laughs> it's all, it all got messed up when she turned her back on Jesus. <laughs> yes, yes. That's pretty much exactly what he said. I, I love Nate telling him all of that with zero context. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what I loved about it so much. Because the, the question is funny, too, because Cameron's like, so uh, you guys do this a lot? And it's just like, oh, more than you think. Let me let me tell you about last time. <laughs> I mean, that that's why it was great, because this is almost something that Dan would say, but like he would say it kind of ironically a yes, little bit, with yes. his, his little, the way he does things. But coming from Nate... It seems very sincere. Just, yeah, so sincere. And he also points out, uh, he says, Dan doesn't normally participate. And he's right, but it's nice to have him as part <laughs> of the, uh, the non-judgmental breakfast club this time around. Of course. So during all of this, Serena is, of course, hanging out with her beloved father. Uh, William's gotten Lily a juicer as a sorry your husband is cheating on you present. Uh, he thinks everyone's everything's going so well for him. I, and I, at this point, like, I knew it was going to happen, but I, was, I just couldn't wait. I was like, God, I need him to be taken down a peg. I cannot have this guy uh, reveling in this. So It's sick. He, he thought that juice 
Like apple juice can bring them back together. <laughs> Your mother's gonna love it. Gift. Trust me, she drinks apple juice all the time now. I'm gonna get her this juice. <laughs> she did though. She just re- she reacted. She was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, she did start. love it. She, just like, she loved it. She it goes, "Oh my god, is that a juicer?" You know what? A night out with <laughs> yeah. your father is just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is <laughs> really gross. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, oh. Bre- yeah. When even Brendan is saying that Lily's gross, you know something must be up. Really bad. It just makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> so. Not, uh, yeah. And, and I'm not taking any uh, kind of river fever pills. <laughs> uh, Serena even wishes that William could have taken her away when he wanted to. But uh, William's like, oh, you know, things still happen even if you run away. And Serena's, Serena is so deranged. She's like, maybe Lily needed to see this, that she wasn't with the right man. Yeah. This is Rufus you're talking about. The closest thing you've had to a yeah, father I don't know where it's. She acts like she's always hated him now. Yeah. And William's like, oh, I'm not going to take advantage of the situation just to get closer to your mother. Which, yeah, of course. Well, he's like half smirking about it. "Mm." You just completely (laughs) created and manipulated the situation yourself. But, yeah, you'd never do that. And so Serena thinks the whole Rufus thing might have happened so that William can tell Lily how he really feels. And Serena is just so annoying, completely selling out her father figure after knowing her real dad for a few days at this point. It's great. It's great because he loses, obviously, in the end here. But, like... The only person here he fully ever won over was the biggest idiot in the whole show. <laughs> so he, hey, did he, he ever really he win? He did not win over Nate. Nate was Nate. <laughs> no, honestly at this point. I, I think Serena is beating out Nate for biggest. Yeah, we moron. might have to do stupidity rankings at the end of the season. Yeah, just to see, <laughs> see where we fall here. She's <laughs> pathetic. Nate I didn't even feel bad when her dad left and she was sitting there there in the hotel alone. I wish no one came down for her. All right. Well, I guess I have a bigger heart because that is when I started feeling bad for Serena. But no. we we will get to it. Just fucking uh, sit there and wallow. <laughs> Serena tells William to uh, invite. Uh, Lily to the big library gala tonight, and he's like, "All right, but only if you come too." And he's just uh, feel, really feeling himself. Um, Jenny is still snooping. She she finds a Manila envelope that says "Hold for Doctor Van- William w- Vanderwoodson," and inside is another bottle of pills for Lily. And so Jenny takes them, but Serena walks in and asks what she's doing here. Uh, Jenny tries to cover by saying she's looking for a dress, but Serena's able to see right through it. And she just <laughs> keeps uh, bringing it back to how Jenny's a drug dealer. And Jenny's like, do you even know what your dad is prescribing to Lily? And she's like, oh, well, must must be something with high street value if you're here. And Jenny's like, all right, if you could just stop being a bitch for one second, you could see that maybe <laughs> right. I'm trying to help you. It does look bad, though, just because she's literally, like, snooping through the pill drawer, and it's still open. <laughs> that was really, like, why, why did she not, like, check her, her purse? Also, that manila envelope was hanging out, like, the entire time. <laughs> it was, right. It was. Yeah. Throughout the episode, Jenny does a half-hearted attempt at hiding this huge manila envelope. She just, like, half-heartedly puts it behind a jacket at certain points, and people are just, yeah. I guess... she loves getting caught for shit. <laughs> but no one ever sees the envelope, really. She successfully no. hides it from everyone. And so... Uh, Serena doesn't want to hear it. She tells Jenny that her and her dad have done wonderful things for the Vanderwoodsons, uh, very uh, sarcastically. And so I-, I just, I'm sad because these two could have been such like close sisters with each other if if Serena yeah, wasn't the worst. Like the reason these two have such a contentious relationship is all Serena's fault. Like, yes, Jenny does go after Nate at some point, but Serena starts it off by like being like fake to her in the beginning with, with the whole deceiving her with uh, with Damien and the virginity of it all. Right, totally. And at the end of the day, like, Jenny's your younger sister, and if she likes your boyfriend, like, whatever, as long as Nate likes you back, then that's yeah, all that let her, really let her Just, like, just brush it off. Let her get a little smooch from your boyfriend every now and then. Who's, <laughs> right, just, <laughs> who's she hurting? There's a little sugar for daddy. <laughs> all right, Nate, now give my sister a kiss as well. <laughs> 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 so, um, 
Jenny says it hasn't been a great year for the Humphreys either and that she'd give everything back just to have one day that felt normal. And I believe her because she's getting emotional here. And this is when, like, the big switch flips in her head. And she's like, actually, I know. you know what? I want to go back to Brooklyn. I don't want this to work out. And so... Actually, fuck you. I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, fuck you, but I'm also going to kind of help you behind, behind your back. And so yeah. uh, Jenny, find, also helping in this is Jenny finds the picture of the three Humphreys, like, in a box. And she's like, ah... Us three, back when it was us against the world. And Lily comes down, sees Jenny leaving, and she asks Serena if they were fighting over Rufus, and Serena's just like, ah, oh, you know, it's, it's just Jenny, all angst all the time. And so uh, Serena sighs, or Lily sighs, and Serena right away is like, oh my god, are you okay? Do you want me to call daddy? And I I, I actually audibly said, oh my god, and groaned at my television at this point. I, 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 I could not take her. I was like, shut up about your dad for one fucking second. She just is like walking around the world bragging she has a dad now. I have a dad now. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh Nate, where's your dad? Daddy, in pr- where's your dad in prison? Well, my dad's not. My dad's not in prison yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have him get away from the cops. <laughs> and Lily says she's fine physically, and Serena tells her that uh, just sitting here is gonna make her feel worse. So we we should go to the library benefit because uh, because Dad invited us. Like Jesus Christ! And so that's when Lily sees the juicer. She goes absolutely crazy, and she's like, "Yeah, we we do need to hang out with your dad because of this juicer." What did the two of them used to do with the juice? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think it's more than just juice, like vegetables and apples. and I don't know what you could do with it sexually, but they've got to be doing some weird shit with that. Oh, back my, in the day. oh my God. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I don't know. Maybe, she's getting way too worked up about the juicer. Yeah, maybe in the version of the episode that you get, but uh, not not what I watched. This was a clean one today. It was a clean one. Okay. So yeah. Blair, Blair comes downstairs. Chuck is waiting for her and apologizes that her new beau had to abandon the mission. And he, he had to leave because he had dinner with his rugby team. And Chuck's just like, how homoerotic. And Blair says, you know how I love that. Which, <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Still not sure why Cameron was there to begin with, but at least he's gone now and we can, we can focus on the characters we care about. And so... Yeah, I'm glad he's just go out having rugby sex with his buddies. <laughs> you know how the boys do. And so they, they all just have their juicers out. This is another weird line where Blair <laughs> Blair asks the team if they're ready to make the fat lady sing. And Dan's like, I'd settle for making the lying doctor lady confess. Does Dan not know like fat lady sing is an expression? Why did he have to like make this worse? <laughs> he, he's just happy to be, t- to be along on this yeah. whole journey. And he hasn't really gotten anything to say yet. True, he's, he's, just <laughs> he's feeling he a lot of pressure. Point. Yeah, he probably said it yeah. and then right away was like, damn it, that was stupid, Dan. That was really fucking <laughs> stupid. Why, why'd, you say, why'd you say that? Looking for that big one-liner. <laughs> Blair's never going to take you seriously now. <laughs> I also, in that moment, I did think she was going to snap back. and like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck does that <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jenny answers. Everyone's asking her if she got the goods, and Jenny is being as dramatic as repo- as possible with her reveal. But then she says she looked everywhere, but there was nothing. And what a twist! All of a sudden, Jenny wants to go back to Brooklyn, so she is sabotaging the miss- mission so that the Humphreys can leave this world behind them. And uh, what do we think about this move from Jenny here? I mean, I was I was disappointed in her. I mean, I, I get where she's coming from a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it did just dawn on her now, but. I, it's, it's a little bit of a rash decision to me because you're kind of putting Lily's health in danger. Yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, let's maybe not jeopardize Lily's health and like your father's marriage, and then maybe once we get this creep out of the picture, we could we could kind of like work on maybe getting yourself back to Brooklyn or something. I, I don't know. I feel like th- yeah, this was kind of a rash decision, but I do understand where she's coming from. Uh, she was acting out of emotion. I mean, the likelihood too of like it actually not coming to head or. 
or actually working out that way, I feel like if she thought about it, it's not very high. And right. She just wanted to go back home and she was done. She's everybody's been a bitch to her today. Like she's like, all right, <laughs> honestly, peace. It's true. Right. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she's at the point where like her only friend is like Chuck now somehow. So she knows, she knows she's <laughs> fucked up somewhere along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also don't see what the big deal of, uh, about like living in Debra's side his like what's changing her life besides right, she's, like she's still gonna go to later, the, it's just more just her yeah she's still gonna go to the same school like she's just gonna take the subway right. there now or whatever yeah so, all the bad stuff that's happened has been because of her own actions not because of the place she lives in right well don't worry like every great general blair has contingency plans and she tells nate that it's time to make use of his family connections and we are now going to go to the event of the week as we are at the big library benefit that everyone has been talking about and blair chuck and jenny are is this a, like what is this like friends of the library you, 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 but you could just you could just like say a noun and then add benefit yeah that's to the right end of that, it and... that's what rich people do <laughs> they pick a noun out of a hat and then they just say they say it's either a benefit or a gala and then a bunch of rich people show up and and do a bunch of tax write-offs. Like I, that's how it works. Okay, that'll be us sometime, someday when we finally hit it big from this podcast. <laughs> Great. I went to a, I, actually. I was a cater waiter when I lived oh, in the Hamptons, oh, and I went oh, to wow. a cater waiter at a couple of these weird benefit events, and I'll never forget. It was like a some type of nature preserve out in um like Bridgehampton or something, and wow. they were auctioning off the craziest stuff. Like oh, like a weekend with on the yacht with like this private scuba diver instructor and people are just like tossing out the craziest and people were just like one million dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's it wow. absolutely insane. it's a totally different world did you have to uh so cool did you have to wear a vest as a cater waiter like dan did oh yeah oh hell yeah nice. oh, yeah i had to like get it like t- tailored and everything oh my like, god oh shit that's gonna look okay that's fun I, that, I <laughs> did you wear that. a fedora <laughs> no fedora no fedora wow. so but it, it was pretty neat yeah, that that sounds that sounds like a was was it a was it a decent job? Did you like it? No, it sucked. Oh, I mean, okay. I had to drive everywhere too, and like people were assholes. I actually I got tipped out the best at this one event that I did for this. Uh, I think it was like a Hispanic group of I don't even know what it was, but they were just a bunch of nice Hispanic people, and I got the best tips out of that event rather than all the ones in the Hamptons. All the white yeah. assholes. Yeah, all the white yeah, assholes that don't they're tip. St- they're the stingiest ones. They're the worst. Really. Well, yep. I'm not surprised. So and yeah, I was gonna say that really, but also yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rich white people don't like tipping. You don't say. So um, mm. they're just like that. Oh God. Just well, awful. They don't even look at you. Happy you are. You're you no longer have to have to put up with that anymore. <laughs> so, um, Blair, Chuck, and Jenny are overlooking the entrance as Blair sees that Serena has come with Lillian. Uh, William, which complicates things because now they have to avoid being seen by her. And the current plan is that Jenny is going to wait with Mr. Tab's ticket and pretend to be uh, well-bred and polite when he arrives. And <laughs> she says it'll pay off if she ever needs surgery at Mount Sinai. And so uh, Jenny's like, when you like when you stab me in the back. And, Je- and Blair just smiles and nods, which honestly, not a big scene, but I, I do miss the dynamic of Blair and Jenny. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad, glad they're back, even if it's just a little bit. Yep, and so... Uh, Blair and Chuck are going to keep an eye on Holland and get her to either tell them the truth or they'll or they'll get uh, Dr. Tab to revoke her license. And so uh, Jenny needs a phone because Rufus took hers and Blair just hands her over a phone. I don't know if this was her phone or just an extra phone that she yeah, like had. A leftover <laughs> phone. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Jenny uses the phone and she calls the Mount Sinai orthopedic and uh, she tells them change of plans. Nate Archibald won't be coming tonight, so uh, you can forget about it. And then, uh, damn, like 
she's ruining a perfectly good plan. And I, I mean, I love that Jenny is being Jenny and taking matters into her own hands to get what she wants. It's, it's what she does best. But I'm just upset yeah. because it doesn't line up with what I want. And uh, I really want exactly. I really want uh, your your uncle Billy to to get exposed here. I know that's a, a perfect way to put it too, because like she is being the version of Jenny we love, but just her, the outcome of it all is just. Just not good. But it also makes me worried about my future doctor appointments. Is it that easy to cancel someone else's appointments like that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I think like, so. If there's someone's out for revenge on me, like I'm just going to never go to the doctor again. Yeah, it's easy to do a lot of things. It was very easy for uh, for Rufus to get uh, William blocked from, from uh, being able to live in the building as well. Which, yeah. now thinking back on it, is weird because he calls Holland for the favor and Holland is supposedly working with William. So I, you know what? I feel like the more we think mm. about this plan, the less it makes sense. So. I guess so they, they would think, like, well, Holland and him couldn't possibly work together because she didn't want him in the building. <laughs> right, because she, she blocked. They're really covering their tracks. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So uh, Serena sees that uh, Jenny is making a phone call, and she makes a phone call of her own to Rufus. Uh, Lily and the evil doctor are dancing, and Serena is just, like, creepily watching them and smiling. She's like, yes, my mom and dad love each other again. And so Lily, Lily tells William that she really loves being here with someone who doesn't hate these things, and, man, Wasting no time uh, throwing shade at Rufus. Seriously, I mean, she acts like she's only been with men that have hated these things. She's been—is this the first guy she's ever like been with that has not been a part of this world? And she's been with him for like a year and been the happiest with him, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so annoying. So Chuck and Blair are uh, spying on Holland, and they Chuck and Blair are so on the same page that Blair tells Chuck, "I have an idea," and he replies, "I already had it." Like you, you can't deny that these two work extraordinarily well together. I loved, I loved that line. Yes, it's one of my favorites of the whole show. So good. That was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that from now on. When someone tells me I have an idea, I'm be like, nope, too late. I already had it. It was my. Already had it. (laughs) No matter what they. My idea actually. (laughs) And so Rufus confronts Jenny. Uh, Serena called him to come down here, but he was already on the way because he he's learning Jenny's moves here. He knows that when she goes missing, missing, he just needs to wait for the next big party to find her. And Jenny's like, listen, I'm actually trying to help you. Even though, at this point, that's not true. She's the one trying to sabotage this whole operation and ruin his marriage. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, right. She's talking to Billy. It's different. <laughs> exactly. I, I also, mean, funny funny that he points that out, too, because she's like, oh, I hate that priest. That's so annoying. But like Rufus was saying that she's always at these parties. Like, she can't, can't stay away from them. <laughs> exactly. And also, it, it is good for the this episode that uh, that Jenny is kind of sabotaging it. Because I feel like it would be, it'd be too easy if it was all of them just against Serena. Like if, Je- yeah, if Jenny's on, they do need to. Yeah, you're right. If Jenny's on their side, like this is over. They they had so then many it's plans. Just everybody versus Billy. Yeah. So, uh, Dan and Nate show up and mention Holland, and as soon as Rufus hears the name Holland, he's like, "Oh, gotta go talk to her." And they're like, "You don't even have a ticket." So he steals Jenny's ticket and he goes charging towards the event, uh, very underdressed. And Serena is once again watching all of this happen, and she sees that Nate is involved and gives him a very disapproving look. How could you, Nate? How could you, Nathan? So he... Yeah, I mean, the more I think about it, too, you're, you're, I, I do like, I like this aspect of the, the show. I still don't like Jenny for it, but I like, like, who else would be this contrarian? Exactly. You, ca- you kind of need Jenny. Here. You need Jenny to be the one that uh, fucks it sure. up a little bit. Um, you know, and I think... And I'd... Nate's being a good guy all episode, too. I'm, I'm really happy that he is... I, I just, I really hope, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I really hope that nothing happened between the two of them, oh, because he was, yeah. such a, he was such a good guy all episode long, and he we've was. done this... A few times this this season, I thought we were finally going to be past it, and I guess it, she just kept chipping away and chipping away and chipping away, and maybe she finally got through, but uh, I'm assuming until I see anything, nothing happened. But we'll so see. Nate's still, still a good guy. Yeah. So Nate follows Serena upstairs. He comes clean. He tells her that uh, 
Chuck and Blair are looking for Holland. He's helping with the scheme because he knows Rufus didn't do this, and Serena won't even give him a chance. And Serena's like, why should I? He didn't give my dad a chance. And I, uh. I, Nate immediately is like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. Anyone who doesn't right. automatically love your dad is... Love that he calls her out like Yeah, that. he's like, so anyone who doesn't like your dad has to go? Like, just because Rufus doesn't automatically love your dad, you're going to ruin his marriage and his life. Yeah. Also, the two of them have a, a history. It's not like Rufus just met this guy. He's like, oh, you're a guy and you know Lily? I... I hate you all of a sudden like he hates him because of their child like not their childhood but like their 20s and 30s like he's known them for him for a long long time and they have a bad history because he's a bad dude exactly mm-hmm. and serena's like serena tries to turn it on nate she's like all i ever wanted for you was to, for you to support me and instead you went behind my back like serena really thought that she could just control his like every thought when she started dating him but uh good old nate can actually think for himself sometimes uh i can play <laughs> a little bit of lax if you haven't noticed <laughs> Uh, she gets why everyone else did this, but she's pissed at Nate because he was supposed to be on her side. Again, just treating Nate like a chess piece who was supposed to stay loyal to her no matter what. Right. And they're all actually saving your mom's life. Like, I still don't know if this is life or death, but they, they're they're yeah, in this for her I don't think especially. William is ever trying to kill her. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think the pills are ever going to This much her. medication is probably not good for her. <laughs> Probably. Whatever it is, yeah. At the very, at the very least, they are they are risking even if, something. Even if it's just sugar pills, right. like she's gonna get diabetes. <laughs> uh, well, the, the thing about, I mean, you take antibiotics, but even when you do need them, she's gonna get a nasty yeast infection that sucks. Yeah, like the like the, the girl that I know. that Jenny sold we the pills to. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> she yeah. has a perpetual yeast infection. Which the, that poor girl, that girl looks like she was fifteen. She's like already hooked on oxys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really really feel bad for so whatever's hard. going on to that yeah. random in that random girl's life. Yeah. Um, Blair and Chuck have jumped right into their characters with with Holland. They they're really improv geniuses because they're able to just relate it back to their actual lives it, where just like grab from the, everything that actually it's happened. So good. Them. Chuck is complaining about the Audrey Hepburn movies they have to watch. Blair is saying they're all she has in life cuz Chuck cares more about work than he does about her, which is quite an understatement. And uh. <laughs> Holland cuts them off. She's like, "Make an appointment with me." And that's when uh, they literally sit Holland down and Blair tells her that Chuck traded her to his uncle for a hotel. And Holland's like, traded you? And she goes, for sex. And God, I, I love how the show knows how ridiculously terrible this is, and they just, like, keep bringing it up anyway. <laughs> yeah, to a point that they're almost making fun of themselves for this ridiculous yes, plot. Yes, they will line. reference this from now until the end of time, that, that this is a thing that happened like, in the show. Like, yeah, I can't believe we did that, but we did, and let's lean into it. <laughs> yes. And then Chuck asks if that's any worse than her tricking him into kissing a guy so she can give a speech, which, yes, Chuck, it is much worse, but, but it's like, that's not the same. <laughs> right. You know, he's kissed guys before, don't, don't worry. He kisses guys. He kisses guys all the time. And so um, Blair and Chuck, they're, they're actually starting to argue. So Blair asks Holland how they can rebuild. And as Holland is talking to Blair, Dan gets their attention. He motions to Chuck that uh, the AMA guy isn't there. So Chuck immediately texts Dan with a new plan. They, they have so many plans just on deck, like so many contingency plans here. And so Chuck tells Holland. Also, when you get all the best minds involved. Exactly. You have a lot of like like Blair says, she always has a plan C. And so. Oh, yeah. Chuck tells Holland that the man talking to Dan is on the AMA committee, and uh, last time he checked, it was illegal to prescribe mislabeled medication, especially to those who aren't even your patient. And Chuck tells her that Dan is waiting for his signal to show him proof that she's been prescribing to Lily Humphrey, and now they have her right where they want her. So Blair's going to turn up the interrogation. She asks if she's in love. She's sweating. Yeah, she asks if she's in love with Rufus. As Rufus shows up and asks what's going on, so I mean Holland has no choice, or so she thinks. Uh, She she says she only wrote those prescriptions because she owed someone a favor, and she tells Rufus that the person he needs to talk to is William Vanderwoodson. Which, yeah, no shit. It's it's not the best reveal, but it is it is nice that their mission was a success. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely not even a reveal at this point. And again, why does she owe him a favor? How do they know each other? Need to. Yeah, I think like she's also still be getting in trouble. We, we, I don't think we should go right to. We should just still hold her here and like maybe hold her accountable. That's true. This woman should be going. Should be going to prison as well. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, it seems like she's just going to get away with it because uh, she it comes clean here. Yeah. Imagine this is the case with all crimes. If, if someone does something that's involved with you, is they, they do the worst thing, you're just like off scot free. Right. Uh, you I, you just need know. to say I owed him a favor, and oh, okay, of course. A favor. Right. <laughs> Can't break that. So Jenny says, uh, not so fast. So Jenny the mole pulls William to the side and tells him that Holland's about to tell them everything if she hasn't already. So many so many moving parts in this episode. And so William tries to play dumb, but Jenny does not have time for that. She's like, listen, dumbass, I, I understand why you did it. I don't even blame you. And she's like, she's like game respects game. It's, it's the same respect that Blair showed her back in high school. She's like, I, I get it. I, I like to f- fuck people's lies up as well. So uh, listen, I, I'm not judging. I'm not judging you, Will. You're, you're fine in my book. But uh, yeah. You want something, I want something. Exactly. Just, like, uh... If you're going to get out of here, you got to do it now. And Will's like, why are you telling me this? First of all, who are you? I've never talked to you in my life. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and wh- little girl. And why are you telling me this? And she's like, so you can get your family back and I can get mine. And so uh, Jenny really, really going to the dark side here. I mean, she's uh, she's been. This is a, a different kind of dark side. I, I don't know if it's – maybe she's gone darker in different ways in the past. But, uh, yeah, she, she's – Against everyone at this point. Exactly. So Dan finishes talking to that guy, and in the bluff of the century, he was just asking a cater waiter to tell him about any open positions. Uh, Dan, as a cater waiter, is another <laughs> one of my favorite running bits. Always going to get a laugh. It's <laughs> <of> very good. <laughs> and so uh, Dan sees William walk out with Serena and Lily, and William clearly rattled at this point. And uh, I, I got to tell you, this episode really does remind me of an episode of Survivor. And you, and you know how much I love Survivor. With with all this scrambling around and making last really? minute plans and betraying people. Yeah, it's just like, there's so many like people like... No, I meant really you like Survivor. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh, you were being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm hurt. <laughs> I don't know if we can continue <laughs> oh, no. this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that, that would happen. <laughs> all right, fine. You're forgiven. I'm, I'm good. That was a very heartfelt apology. Um, okay. So... Yeah, people are just, like, pulling people to the side, changing up plans. It's, it's very fun. I love mm, watching I it. I see that. And uh, Rufus asks Dan where Lily is, and Dan's like, she just left with Serena and Will. Um, Eric is home alone. I, I love that Eric just decided not to go. I also don't blame him for not going, but he's just uh, yeah. sitting at he's home. He's just at the couch. I don't understand what Billy here thinks he can do by just leaving this place. Like, he was not going to get found out. Like, if everyone right. knows his information, he's like, if you got to, like, like if... go back home or something. I don't know. You can't just, like, go back to Lily's apartment yeah I mean I guess like, the, isn't the is... first thing they're gonna do is call his workplace like why <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't think like your, your physical location has anything to do with it at this point yeah I don't know he's like if I just get out of here and if I if I just take my family with me and leave town like no one will ask any questions and it'll all be fine <laughs> right and he's still only going I thought he's gonna like go overseas but he's no. still only going to Florida <laughs> yeah, he's going to at the Beach. end of the episode it's so crazy and so uh the rest of the Vanderwoodsons come home and tell him that uh, his father got a call. He has to get back to Palm Beach. And uh, Will is claiming that one of his patients took a bad turn, so he has to go right away. And Serena's just like, and we're going with him. Uh, e- even even though Serena is uh, clearly on his side already. Like, she's just so ready to drop everything and go to Palm Beach without even thinking about it. Like, I get that they want to be with their mom, but, like, Serena tells Eric that uh, mom needs them right now and this is their chance to finally be a family and uh, like I said I get the whole mom needs us but the thing about being a family like Serena's still delusional this is it's just par for the course that with Serena yeah she, she acts like he's not only her dad but he's like some sort of hero like you wouldn't act yeah. this way with your just your normal dad that's always been there and is a normal dude 
Like she acts like he's like a, a god. Yeah, and uh, that yeah, that's how she's been treating him. And so she's packing, and she gets a call from Dan. Well, she gets a call from Nate first and ignores it. Asshole move. But then Dan calls and asshole. she and she answers it and tells him to save his breath because uh, they're already packing for Palm Beach. And Dan's like, I am not calling about my dad. I am calling about your dad. And he pleads with her not to hang up. And he knows how happy she is to have her dad back. But he reveals that Will is the one that got Holland to lie about the affair and had her prescribe pills to Lily. And so Serena's confused because her dad's already a doctor. But uh, Dan explains that the pills aren't helping Lily's illness. He didn't want it traced back to him. And so, uh, although ironically, I feel like the fact that they someone else was prescribing them is what allowed everyone to like end up tracing uh, it back to yeah. them because they uh they That's were true. they were able to get it out of holland so i guess it All backfired right. on will there um yeah yeah definitely did and so serena obviously doesn't believe him and calls him crazy and dan's like any crazier than your whole family leaving town with him tonight but uh serena at least in this phone call uh doesn't want to hear it so she hangs up and this would have been a very short episode if serena would have just listened to literally anyone gonna <laughs> wrap this up in 10 yeah. minutes <coughs> i mean i guess it does sound insane when you, you first hear it but it does but it is also insane guy, that she, everyone's packing up and leaving for florida with him it is out of nowhere yeah. and, and, she, and she should know that the kind of character that this, this man is like he, he's a sketchball but she doesn't want to believe that yeah but remember last week he uh invited uh eric's boyfriend to eric's own house so he actually is a saint wow <laughs> he's a saint so yeah. <laughs> will is ready to go to serena's credit i guess she allowed dan to get through to her at least a little bit because she tests will by asking if they can just fly out tomorrow and he's like oh man i wish we could but my patient really needs me immediately and serena just has a complete 180 and is just like oh yeah is that what this is about or is it about the holland thing and he's like, what? <laughs> and so he's like, I don't really know enough to like kind of confront you on this. So I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm going to go find mom, actually. And she just leaves. And then to make it more chaotic, Rufus shows up and Lily comes down and Rufus wants to tell her the truth. And he pulls the classic, you want to tell her or should I to William? Oh, always, always, a, always a badass move there. Yeah. And we mentioned this scene earlier, but the rest of the crew is in a taxi, and they're going to give us some, uh, I guess, much-needed exposition and fill us in on uh, Dr. Daddy's master plan. Uh, So Serena's father sends her this letter saying that he and Lily were together when she went to see him, hoping it would cause problems between Rufus and Lily and maybe even split them up. But when he failed, he went to plan B. And throughout all this, I love that the characters are just taking turns explaining parts of the plan as if they've rehearsed (laughs) this and are, like, performing it to the cab driver right now. Like, who is this for? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) They're just each taking turns line by line explaining the plan to each other, even though they clearly already know, like, have figured it out. It's it's just so many different holes. They have to just speak it out loud, too, so they can kind of iron it out because they're like wait this barely makes sense but clearly Clearly for the benefit of the audience who is too stupid to follow this plan i guess that's also right of saying like guys we promise this makes sense there's no plot holes at all see like we're laying it all out it it all worked out perfectly the the characters one by one are going to take turns line by line explaining it to us and so it's also it kind of works as rufus explaining what happened to lily and Billy, like, kind of saying, "Here's what happened." Right. Like, so we don't have to hear it twice. Yeah, like, yes. They're, they're they're both talking about it the same, exact same time for you guys. Yeah. So uh, Nate explains that Part B was getting Holland to befriend Rufus, and then uh, again, don't know how William and Holland know each other, but that's besides the point. And then Blair explains that once again, Rufus and Lily were too solid to get tricked by Holland. So on to Plan C, which uh, much like Blair, William had a Plan C, and so William realized that the the way he could get Lily to love him and the family to accept him it was to save her life. So the pills he gets from Holland are anti 
antibiotics with side effects that mimic her systems. And uh, Jenny, Jenny takes it from here. It, it, Jenny, when Jenny says her lines, it looks like she's being forced to read these lines. Like it, it's, it's a, yeah. such an unnatural conversation. But uh, the plan is William cures her again, gets to be the hero, and they live happily ever after. And uh, Nate's, they forgot the juicer though. <laughs> get her a juicer. Have, have her fall in get love with the juicer. And so. Um, Nate, Nate tells Blair, no wonder you admire him, Blair. This is something right out of your playbook. And she, she agrees that this has the fingerprints of her genius. And so, um, and so, yeah, the only question now is, will Lily believe Rufus? Uh, they, they really skip over the fact that like, I don't think Blair would be drugging anyone, though. That's, they act like it's like, this amazing, yeah. great plan. <laughs> yeah. But the, the drugging thing like, really is slept on. It's, it's so, they, they talk about it so nonchalantly. It's such <laughs> yeah. like a huge It's a thing. huge deal, yeah. <laughs> it just... Yeah. I love how throughout the episode they're just like, oh yeah, the pills. Yeah, we are <laughs> so like morbid. We really aren't villainizing Will enough for this to the point where at no. the end of the episode, Serena's gonna like hug him and tell her she loves him. I and know. Like, and he tries to steal her. He tries I don't to know. steal her. You wanna come with me? <laughs> that was an attempt at, at like That was kidnapping. That was kidnapping. That was Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Williams thinks this is absurd, and Rufus and Will are going back and forth. And Eric cuts him off again to ask the important question. He just wants to know if his mom's really sick. And Williams like, "Of course she she is." Uh, and, and he's like taking offense to the accusations against him. He's like, "It's preposterous." And so he says he has the files good, in his good bed. Good for Eric here too, because Rufus tries to make this about him and be like, "I wouldn't cheat on you." Like, right. "Are you okay, though, mom?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't give a shit who is cheating on who. Who, like, I. Lily can fuck whoever she wants, and that should have been yeah. an exact quote from Eric. He should have said, "Mom, fuck whoever you <laughs> yeah. want. I just want to know you're not going to die of cancer." And so, right. um, William says he has files in his bags and asks if they want to see them. And Serena's like, "No, no, no. You don't have to prove yourself." Which Serena's flip flopping all over the place. She, she, yeah, she doesn't yeah. know who she believes. And William's the like, second he, he came back at her with anything, she's like, "No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right." And so William's like, "Apparently, I do." And he storms out. And the the classic fake outrage to justify leaving strategy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what would these files have said? Yeah, exactly. Like, these are real pills. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is not fake. <laughs> Certified real cancer pills. <laughs> See, told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the re- rest of them are waiting for Will's return. It's got to be so awkward for Rufus, who just has to sit there while like it's still up in the air about whether he cheated on her or not. All he can do is say things like, "I didn't cheat on you, Lil. I didn't cheat on you." And so, uh, love you, Lil. <laughs> love you, Lil. <laughs> Rufus tells them all that uh, Lily isn't sick anymore, and that William's been lying to all of them since he got to New York. And it seems like Eric's believing Rufus again. He asks if Will's even going to come back, and Serena, of course, wholeheartedly believes that he, of course, is coming back. And what so, what do you mean, this guy? Of course, <laughs> of course, he's coming back. What do you mean? <laughs> so yeah, she tells Lily she doesn't want her to be sick, but Dad is not lying to us. He wouldn't do that. And so. They hear the door open. The mystery gang comes back, led by Blair, asking where William is. And Serena says he's in the lobby getting his bags. And uh, Nate informs her that no one is in the lobby. So uh, I guess there, go- there goes William's dreams of getting his family back. He's just ready to uh, flee at this point. And Serena is still in denial. She thinks that all five of them must have missed him because he wouldn't leave her. <laughs> and yeah, pretty sad. This is- exactly. This is where it's getting sad. I've- I mean, you have not, but I-, I have gone back to feeling bad for Serena again. Not a little bit. I got... Uh... When it, when I do see her there, I'm like, oh, I guess that's a little sad because she she's been going through this for a while now with the, yeah. the daddy issues. Yeah, it's been all season. Finally back, and then he leaves right away. But it it's hard to feel that bad just because what do you expect from this guy? You, you really accepted him too easily into your life, and he's proving himself to be the guy that you should have already known he was. But you you do feel bad just to see this. Yeah, Beth, how how are you feeling about Serena at this point? Are you feeling bad for her, or she's getting what she deserves? I mean, I. 
I feel bad, of course, but it, ultimately, I mean, she's such a hypocrite all the yeah, time. Right. And I just, like, <laughs> I, it's really difficult. She's, I don't know, she makes it harder for herself, but I don't want to see, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I feel I mean, bad, I think, ultimately, but... It's tough. She, she gets so she gets Not so sad bad. though. Medium She's like, bad. Yeah, yeah seeing anyone medium that bad. sad. <laughs> medium yeah. bad. And so uh, Lily gives an exasperated sigh. She's just like in disbelief that the craziest shit is always happening to her family. And Nate wants to call the police, but Dan says, well, first of all, a cab. Let's just get. Let's just give him a minute. Let's see if we can do this without the police." <laughs> and uh, Nate doesn't doesn't want Will to have the chance to disappear for good, so he makes a call uh, without letting. You know anyone else uh, tell him otherwise, and so I, I think this is probably the only misstep from Nate here. This is what allows Dan to uh, be the one that comforts Serena uh, at the end of this, and not Nate. I guess so, but I, I I'm kind of with him on the police thing. I think you should probably get this guy taken down because he's been doing some real bad shit for a long time, and he needs to get he need to act fast. Yeah, I'm I'm more on the Dan side of things, but uh, I'll I'll get we'll, we'll get into that when we when we have the big reveal that Dan's with her, and so. Uh, Blair Blair wants to know how uh, William knew how to get out of town. He must have been tipped off. Chuck knows it had to be one of them. And, uh, you know, I think they would have drawn out the mystery of this, but I think Jenny was looking at the runtime. She knew she had to wrap up this episode quickly. So she comes clean right away, and she says it was her. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she does. everyone just stares at her in disbelief. But I don't think anyone did have to tip him off because the whole thing happened when Rufus came in and, like, told the whole family. And then he decided to leave right no, then well, and there. He was already... He was already leaving with the family, though, to go to go to Palm Oh, Beach. that's what he yeah. means. Okay, sure. Yeah, the, he he decides to pivot and leave by himself when Rufus comes back. <laughs> right, right, right. So Dan finds Serena in the lobby. He asks her what happened, and Serena just tells him it's true. He left with with tears in her eyes. And I, this episode is pretty amazing for having me hate Serena all episode long, and then making me feel bad for as soon as William leaves. Maybe maybe that's just me being being too sympathetic, but it it did work seeing Serena so sad in this moment. Yeah, it it does, it, it, but she ruins it again later on. She talks to her dad. Yeah, yeah it's it's tough. Yeah. It, it's tough. It's tough to uh, some some characters like Chuck. It's tough to stay mad at. For Serena, it's tough to stay happy. Yeah, at. You're, it's you're, true. You're on her side for one second, and then she does something so unbelievable. She's ready to ruin it. Yeah. yeah. And William is getting ready to board his helicopter, but not so fast. Serena comes to confront him. I thought this was Jenny at first because she's wearing the classic fedora scarf combo that Jenny loves. Was she gonna go like you know what? I hate both my families, both sides. Don't take me with you. Yeah, I'm your daughter. You're, you're, you're my dad now. I, fuck, fuck the Upper East Side. Fuck Brooklyn. Even I'm going to Palm Beach. Hey, hey, look at me. I'm your family now. <laughs> I mean, how pissed off would she get Serena if she just sends Serena a selfie from Palm Beach with her and Serena's dad? Like, new favorite daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She'd really get under her skin there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Serena wants to hear the truth from Will, and he finally tells her. He says he cured her mom when she was sick, but then he fell in love with her. And then when he saw Serena and Eric, he realized how badly he messed up and wanted his family back. And Serena's like, well, you could have just been here and not lied about <laughs> my mom game. having cancer. Like, yeah, and you're also leaving again right now. And you, yes, and you know what? That's completely true. S- Serena was so desperate for a father. If he just shows up and doesn't lie to her about her mom having cancer, then she 100% would have given him another chance. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was. She was in the middle of giving him another chance until she found out what he was actually doing. Yeah, he flew too close to the sun. He's like, they'll really love me if I save her life again. But like, like, that kind of sucks, too, because <laughs> yeah. it's like, does he really actually want to be with the kids, or is he just being like selfish about Lily? Like, yeah. Maybe he doesn't really give a shit about um, Serena. Probably not. Like, I've... he can just say... 
Yeah, he keeps saying that, but I think he does just want to win Lily back. He's like, if I save her life right. more than once, she's going to fall in love with me. And so William uh, tries to explain himself, but he, he's fucked up too badly at this point. And Serena warns him that the police are on their way, so we better get going. And William asks her to come with him, the, the, the attempted kidnapping. I, this would this, Honestly, I thought she might have gone for a second. <laughs> this would have been a hell of a third chance if Serena forgave him for this one and just went with him. But yeah, that, I wouldn't have been su- I really, she would do. I wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised at all. Yeah, I, this is so <laughs> up, up uh, Serena's alley here. Yeah. And so Serena just tells him that if he goes now, she'll make sure the police don't come after him. Which, how does Serena have that power? Like, the police come and I don't Serena's, think she even does anything. Serena, the police come and Serena's just like, turn her around, boys. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Serena <laughs> said right, so. Serena. <laughs> so. It's all taken care of. We got it under control. <laughs> don't worry, boys. I'll take it from here. I got him. <laughs> so, he tells Serena that he loves her, and she actually tells him that uh, she loves him too, which... It's, it is heartbreaking for her because she actually still does love him for whatever reason, even though he's a piece of shit. And now she's watching him leave yet again. And so William leaves. Just yeah, all the false bonding worked on her. Yeah. So William leaves just as every police officer in the city shows up, and I guess they just give up after that, which sounds about right. Yeah, they they do like a once over. Don't see him, and like all right, back well, it up. He's in the air now. Nothing we can do about that one. So. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the rule. If you if you escape on helicopter before they come here, there's nothing they can do. So William, yeah, they're not going to contact the Palm Springs nope. police or anything. He's like just that. gotten away with it. So uh, back at the penthouse, Lily's apologizing for not believing Rufus, but uh, he's just happy he's not losing Lily anymore. Not to Will, not to cancer. And so Jenny just chimes in. He's like, "Really? That's it?" And uh, must be so tough for Jenny, who, like I said last week, uh, from the beginning of the series, is so used to winning all the time, and now she's on a bit of a losing streak here. Another plan didn't go her way. Yeah. And she tries to remind Rufus that Lily believed she was cheating and uh, tried to leave with her ex. And she tells him that William's not the only problem. They fight all the time. They keep secrets. And Rufus tries telling her that it's between him and Lily. But Jenny's like, actually, we always get dragged into it like we did today. And she's not wrong about that. They, they do always have to put up with their with their uh, fighting and stuff. But Yeah, uh, but she, she, he doesn't ask them to. Like, they did this on their own yeah. accord. And it, well, is, yeah. it is his own personal business, his relationship. Yeah. And uh, Jenny's really missing her life in Brooklyn, wants her life to go back to normal. But Rufus has uh, fully turned into an Upper East Sider now and tells Jenny to get used to it. He says, what needs to go back to normal is you. And so he leaves the, leaves the room. So does Eric. But before Eric goes, he tells Jenny, if you don't want to be a part of this family, no one is forcing you to stay. And Ah, uh, that was tough for me to that hear. That was the killer. You you know yeah. how much. He's right. You know how much I'm invested in Jenny and Eric's friendship. And I hate that I Eric uh, is like betrayed by her now. But that to me, like, if, if Eric's telling you to fuck off, then you know you fucked exactly. up. Exactly. I think you'll, hopefully that you'll come back. Right. Like that. this is she's really hitting rock bottom right here. Yeah. After all this. Right. When she doesn't even have Eric in her corner, like, because she. I mean, I think Eric would have still been on her side even after all that. But if Jenny's just like, fuck this family, fuck the Upper East Side, I hate everyone that lives in this house, which, which is pretty much what she's saying right. if you like read between the yeah. lines. Like, so I. Like, hey, I'm here too, though. Yeah. Why Eric would get upset at this and man, I hope they can work through this in the finale because yeah, I, you hate my mom, you hate me. Yeah, like, yeah. this, is, this is what I am. Yeah. I, I just need them to be friends. For, for it's my, my happiness is completely dependent on the uh, fictional characters of Jenny and Eric's friendship. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I so, love them too. Chuck, they'll figure, yeah, they'll figure Chuck it out. Chuck and Blair are sitting in silence in the lobby, and uh, Blair is getting ready to go on her date and tells Chuck to leave her alone. And Chuck, of course, does not listen, wants Blair to admit that she felt it tonight. <laughs> and Blair's like, no, it was just the scheme and the role play. But Chuck knows that it was real, and uh, he's telling Blair that she can feel it right now. And Blair's like, okay, but listen, you still sold me for a hotel. Like, and... 
also, Holland was crazy, but she's right. Like, no matter what I feel or don't, we are not safe. This is not a good relationship. But Chuck still feels like the ace up his sleeve is that he's able to tell Blair he loves her. Like, he brings it up again. It's like, okay, congratulations. You, you dated each mm-hmm. other for almost a whole season. Yeah. Like, this isn't impressive anymore, bud, that you can say, I love you. Like, this trick was impressive, like, at the end of season two, not so much at the end of season three. Yeah. Remember, I got over my biggest yeah, he's, fear. He's like, if I can get over my fear, you can get over yeah. yours. And, like, what is he... Is her fear, like, the fear that he's going to sell her into sex trafficking again, like he did a few weeks ago? Like, yeah. I think that those two fears are not the same. Like, no, it's embarrassing that you're not emotionally intelligent. It's not, like, a cool yeah. thing. And so... It's very 2010 of them to be... That's what it yes. is. Yes, and so... Yeah. Chuck gives Blair an ultimatum and says that she has until tomorrow to decide. And I feel like Chuck really is not in the position to be making demands <laughs> or to be not. feeling impatient. About it. Like, it's if insane. he wants Blair back, it should be 100% on her time. But he tells... He should be chasing exactly. her for years. He tells Blair that they're never going to be safe, and so she just has to be brave. And he'll be waiting at the top of the Empire State Building for her tomorrow night. Very romantic. And uh, But Blair tells him he... Like, I, I do, I like the whole speech, but I, I hate the idea of... Him yeah, exactly. Before that, I'm like, I'm kind of on board. Yeah. I'm like, all right, like... Sure, this is great. You guys do have a thing here. This, this you, you guys are kind of inching your way back toward each other, but I'm still not ready for them to get back together, especially not on Yeah, Chuck should be like, I'll be at the Empire State Building, and if you're not there by 701, then, all right, that's completely within your right, and I'll, I'll try again I'll next try week. Again yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll try again every day until you show yeah. up. And uh, Blair tells him he can't affair to remember her, yeah. but Chuck tells her if she's not there at 701, then he's closing his heart to her forever. Um Brendan, is this hard sell going to work on Blair? And, I mean, obviously, this is not the route that Chuck should be going with, but is, is this going to work? Do you think she ultimately ends up at the Empire State Building? I feel like, unfortunately, it will. That, the look in her eyes made it seem like she was ready to go there tomorrow. Like, her her face did not match her words. Um, Beth, do you remember what happens in the finale? I think I do, but it's it's rusty okay. and our 100%. All right. Um, it's, I don't want yeah, oh yeah. Don't don't spoil anything on acting. It's it's gonna be definitely gonna yeah. be a fun one at the very least. But um, Blair tells Chuck she won't be there, and she leaves with her rugby player. And uh, Cameron asks how the sting went. But Blair would much rather talk about rugby, and Blair must really not want to think about Chuck right now if she wants to hear about this guy's boring ass rugby hobby, whatever. It's, and <laughs> I I love that Cameron starts the rugby conversation with rugby is a real sport. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all I hear. Really, yeah. I was like, "What?" So I, I, I thought I missed part of the conversation, but I'm like, I was I like "Oh, great! You want to hear about rugby? Rugby's a real sport. Like this guy might be dumber than Nate." <laughs> and Blair already looks miserable in this conversation, and she's looking at the Empire State Building. So uh, we'll see what she decides next week. Probably. It, maybe he's trying to cover up for the fact that he's not actually a rugby player, and he just like goes and has like a whole orgy with his homoerotic rugby team. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Serena is still at the helicopter pad, and Nate calls her, and she is definitely pissed at him, and she tells him there's nothing to say. Uh, She got to her dad before the cops did, and she says, so I guess now you know why I don't talk to you about things, and hangs up on him. A lot of hanging up on people in this episode, and... she, she does, loves yeah. Up on people. And Serena gets into her limo, and it turns out that Dan had been with her the whole time. What a twist! Dan is here. That was a twist. I thought it would. Yeah. If you hadn't told me that um, Carter Bazin had left the show, Ooh, I thought it would have been, would have been him. That would have been interesting too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was, for a second, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, wait, he's, he's only oil rig. But Dan, Dan was a good twist too. Um, I, I, I feel like he's being a little yeah. sneaky here with that yeah, Vanessa like, being in like, this car right now. <laughs> Vanessa's it. Vanessa's in Haiti. Well, and when she leaned, she leaned down and she put I it know. in her. She put her head on his shoulder. They were all coming. Yeah. What do you think, Brendan? Are we? Uh, what? What's? What, uh, what? What's going on here? I mean, they're they're setting it up so that Nate fucks Jenny and 
Dan Fox Arena. Um, but I just don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I know, I, I know we need to have another bout at Dan Serena at some point. Uh, and, you know, Serena's been annoying me with Nate. She hasn't been appreciating how good of a guy he is. So maybe, like, she, she, he should be done with yeah. her. Um, but I, I want it to happen the right way before he has sex with a <laughs> high schooler. So, <laughs> Serena thanks Dan for coming with her, apologizes for it being so complicated, and Dan tells her, when are things not complicated with Serena Vanderwoodson? And he asks Serena if she wants to talk about it, but she does not, and she just rests her head on Dan's shoulder, uh, kind of implying that a romance may be coming back again. Like, what a betrayal from Dan to his best bud, Nate. Not even like not even the Vanessa thing. He's betraying Nate here, kind of. Now, so like like I was saying before, I I think that Dan is technically in the right here. I I don't think that Nate should have jumped straight to calling the cops on Serena's dad, especially without talking to her. And I I think that Dan does do the right thing by comforting Serena about her dad just leaving her again, asking her what she wants to do, supporting her through it. Uh, But uh, the thing where you know should Dan be doing this while Serena is dating Nate is the thing that I that that is the sticking point for me. Right. No, yeah, that's a good point, too. Like, not even, I guess, about, like, if anyone's going to call the cops, it shouldn't be Nate, necessarily. Right. Maybe, like, if, Lily right. or, like, it, Rufus. I guess he Rufus this, did. Yes, the thing is, this is not, like, Nate's thing. Nate, I think Nate, as Serena's boyfriend, I think Nate should be just supporting Serena and ask. It, he should not be taking it upon himself to make sure that Will gets away with it or not, especially if his girlfriend doesn't want her dad to go to jail. Now, if Lily wants to call the cops on Will or whatever, that's that's one thing, because he is directly impacting Lily, but I I do think that the correct thing is what Dan did, and just like asking her what she needs in this moment, how can I support you, and going through it there. But it shouldn't have been Dan that did it; it should have right. been Nate. Right, especially Lily could yeah. not even want to press right. charges. And like another, it, are Dan's intentions purely that of Serena's fi- friend, or is there something more uh, nefarious going on here? Hmm, I don't know. I, I... I, they, they set it up in such a way you're supposed to think all these things, and I, I, I don't know if they are going to zig right. when they're when I want them to zag or what they're going to do. So I, I'm just going to hold out and taking the coward's way out, and not making a prediction. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's too on the yeah. nose right now. It's it's too just like they're they're laying it out for you, and like they're I'm waiting to get tricked. So, uh, Nate is drinking alone. Jenny comes in after leaving her family again and sees a drunken Nate, and she says, "I didn't know you'd be here." And Nate says, "I live here," which that's top tier dialogue right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jenny- <laughs> Jenny thought he'd be with Serena, but he just says nope and walks over to Jenny and takes her bag. And uh, so is something finally going to happen with these two now? We're implying something here as well. And that's our episode. Uh, Predictions for the finale. I mean, we kind of touch on everything, I I guess. Are Serena and Nate going to cheat on each other at the same time? Are either of them going to? uh, Does Blair go to the top of the Empire State Building? We kind of discuss all of that. Um, I guess, is is this yeah. the last of uh, Dr. Daddy, Uncle Billy? Or do we see him again either in the finale or somewhere I, down the line in the series? Yeah, I don't know, because this was very finale-esque, but I feel like it's the end of him. All right. Like, well, for, for now. I mean, this season, we're not going to see him next episode, but we get we definitely will get him in the next three seasons. Yeah, he, is not, he is not on the oil rig. I can confirm that. He will be back at some point, okay, uh, whether it be next week or somewhere down the line. Okay, All right, great. let's uh let's get into our segments here. Uh, we will we will go back to uh to my former favorite segment, user review of the week. And I got to tell you, I tried to look on the wiki for some good comments here because they're usually more unhinged. But unfortunately, I guess because this episode was titled "Ex Husbands and Wives." All of the comments were from scammers trying to uh, get people back together with their exes by selling uh, secret secret <laughs> potions and spells that will guarantee no. your ex oh to God. come back to you. And I guess I could have taken one of those comments. <laughs> you should have Because they were yeah. also unhinged. 
yeah, it was an advertisement for uh, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. for uh, so, for a, someone to come over and say a spell that will guarantee the ex your ex to come back with. with they're uh, they're unhinged, also like you were when you you got a date match <laughs> and you deleted your app. Yeah, that was good joke, joke of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I unhinged myself. So. <laughs> so we will be going back to comedy fans reviews who are the is the only person still reviewing Gossip Girl at this point and they say give it a, they give it an 8 out of 10 and say this was a pretty eventful episode of Rufus and Lily everyone being detective in this episode was pretty great Blair really is good with her plan so she managed to figure it out even though Jenny was hiding everything it was pretty complicated how they were reacting to this Jenny wanted it to be over because she was not happy with this family and Serena was trying to convince herself that her father is honest I wonder how she will be with Rufus now that she was turning their family against him alright comedy fan gotta say not your best work I mean you really just restated what happened <laughs> Very no, straightforward. No, no personal input at all uh, hopefully they, they do better in the weeks to come but uh, next week, I mean HBO Max could maybe take comedy fans' <laughs> yeah. reviews and use them as their blurbs for the summer. And summary. speaking of which, next week the episode is titled "Last Tango, Then Paris." Do you have any uh, predictions based on the episode title? I don't know, but it scares me <laughs> for my average next week. Yeah, we are we are out of the easy patch. You're, hopefully, you're able to pull something out. <laughs> I don't um, know. So the little blurb says, uh, Blair must decide whether to meet Chuck at the top of the Empire State Building or risk losing their future together. Right. Wow. wow, indeed. Um, let's grade the episode. Brendan, you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. I mean... This is what you want in a Gossip Girl episode. It's an A from me. This is Gossip Girl Survivor. I I love a scheme. I love when mostly everyone is teamed up together to take down an outsider. Uh, There were so many moving parts in this episode. Jenny being a double agent was a fun choice that kept things interesting. And it was fun seeing all the characters bounce off of each other throughout the episode. And and we finally got to see the truth come out against Dr. William. So, uh, you know, we also get some good setup for the season finale. Uh, What more could you want? It's an A. Yeah, I mean, this is classic. This is what... A classic episode of Gossip Girl feels like when, you, when you're in it and you're watching it and you just know like oh this is something that people talk about. This uh, has all the feelings you want. It's got all the kind of chaos. It doesn't have the over melodramatic scenes. It has just enough comedy. It's got the great scheme, like you said. Everything comes together. We get we get as long as we get like a a whole group team up. If if everyone's on screen, if everyone's in the same room at the same time, you know it's going to be an A episode. And Vanessa's uh, not it's here. Huge. It's huge. <laughs> A, a, pl- a, plus. a plus. Well, we only go up to A in this grading rubric, so I'm gonna cap yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think this is a. Uh, I think when uh, Lita was doing her most recent rewatch, a uh, friend of the show, Lita Broman, she texted me that this may have overtaken her previous episode as her favorite episode in the series. Wow, she's gonna love hearing yeah. two A's. Uh, and let's hear a will, third will, grade. Beth, will you continue the trend and give it an A, or do you have another grade in mind for this episode? Matt, when you reached out to me and told me that this was the episode that we were going to be doing for the podcast, I was so excited. Yes. It was really fun to get right back. It really had everything. Yes, you, you really lucked out getting this episode. Uh, didn't even plan it that way, but you did get one of the great ones. So very happy that we gave it all A grades. Uh, now let's get into the, the wow. M. Wait, this episode gets a new award. I don't know if I've given out before, but this gets the uh, Brennan's Childhood Replaythroughs of Pokemon Red Award. Because this is a lot of times what I would name my player character. It would just write, name it AAA because I just want to get to the start oh, of the yeah. game. Oh, yeah. So I guess we could also give it the award. <laughs> so we could also give it the uh, the Guitar Hero 3 award, which is what I would name my my Guitar Hero player. I would also name it AAA. So I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so pick your poison. Would you, would, whatever video game of choice you were playing and naming yourself AAA. Yeah. Um, 
MVP of the episode. Um, I, I don't know if this has ever been done before. Maybe it has, but I'm giving Blair her third consecutive MVP for me. Uh, throughout the whole episode, people are appreciating her genius. Every time someone is like, we need an expert, they go to Blair. Uh, and she doesn't let them down. She leads the gang in this episode. She leads them to a victory by exposing Dr. Billy, even though uh, Jenny is sabotaging her every step of the way. And... Layton Meester just has so much chemistry with literally every single character. Like, throughout the episode, I was just like, oh, Blair and, I love a Blair and Chuck scene. That's classic. Oh, a Blair and Jenny scene. Glad they're back together. I love that. Oh, Blair bouncing off of Nate and Dan was also fun. Like, she has good chemistry with with even nothing Cameron. Like, you put Blair with anyone and it's going to be a great scene. So, like, Blair and Serena. You know how much I love a Blair and Serena scene. Like, so Blair gets yet another MVP for me. Uh, Brendan, who is your MVP of the episode? Yeah, I mean, she's the heart of the show. As soon as she got called on the second time with the second group of people to do the same thing, you know, she's just got to she's gotta get it. She's the MVP of the episode. She's the MVP of the show. I got to sneak some more awards for her in before the end of the season, too. This is really important uh, this time of year. It's, it's a, almost award season, season, yes. Us, so. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, not, not for anybody else, just for right. us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Oscars aren't coming uh, at any point soon. It's just us. Um, Beth, who is your MVP of the episode? I, as much as I want to say Blair, I'm going to shake things All up right. a little bit, and I'll, I'm going to give it to wow. Rufus. Wow, poor guy went through a lot. Oh, this episode. Okay. Rufus needed a win. Yeah, he was he was able to. Yeah, he he did, he does. He's he went through a lot, and as as many mistakes as he made, honestly, throughout the episode, I think he came out. He's just he's just a genuine guy. He wouldn't have reacted any differently, and he's just kept showing up and persevering, and yeah. it worked out for him in the end. Yeah, you know, you figure eventually you, you can keep you. showing up. At, to, to Lily's to Lily's house and saying I didn't cheat on you. Eventually, eventually, it's going to get through to her. I mean, if there was an episode, hey, this is <laughs> sticking to the truth. There was an episode where Rufus should get an MVP. It's probably this one. He d- he does he does finally get finally get a win after like losing all season long. Um, right. So I will yeah. say he's being himself, but like usually that uh, gives him an MVP. But being himself today, finally, Brendan, won me award. and you both have given Blair MVPs the last three episodes. She's, she's been on she's fire, seven baby. total MVP points in the last three episodes. Wow. And then before that, Dorota was piling up. Good. I mean, stay tuned for our season recap to see. What a, ho- see, what a household. Exactly. Um, LVP now. Um, I wanted to give Serena the LVP all episode, but I did just mostly feel bad yeah. for her by the end. And I can't let William William leave to a, to a Palm Beach without giving him at least one LVP. Uh, he gets exposed in this episode. He gets chased out of town. He, he's just the worst. Uh, it's confirmed that he lied about Lily having cancer, and that's really bad. We don't, we don't really stick on that enough. And so, got to give him the LVP for this one. Well overdue. Can't can't let him end out his run in Season 3 uh, in the positive. So, uh, at the very least, he'll be getting one LVP from me. Uh, Brendan, who's your LVP going to? So, I wanted to give it to Serena, too, but, I, but Dr. Billy... Also has been drugging his uh, the mother of his it's children yeah. for no reason. Uh, yeah, but just to be a little bit different because it, it's still is out of nowhere and she has no reason to be in this show. Uh, Holland, oh. what are you doing? What are you doing, baby? <laughs> like, I, I I don't understand what your role is here. Why are you helping this man? Um, you're the real. You problem. know what? So you're giving Holland the LVP. Not not bad. That's your second straight Holland yeah. LVP. You really hate this woman. <laughs> 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 she sucks. She's got such a rectangle head. Uh, Beth, are you uh, are you breaking the tie or and going with Holland or uh, Doctor Daddy Vanderwoodson, or are you going for a third person with your LVP? I'm going. For, I'm going for Holland. Wow. That was my exact train of thought wow. that you were saying. But I, she was. She's the worst. She doesn't make any sense. Nothing she That's did makes sense. Yeah. And she's also breaking go. the law. She is. Yeah. Right. Yes, so, definitely. And she's not even going to pay yeah. for it. Like, eventually, Mr. No. Dr. Billy might might get uh, taken down, but Holland is in the clear, apparently. Yeah. Uh, all right, so two LVPs for Holland and one for uh, Dr. Daddy, William Vanderwoodson. And that 
does it for our segments, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And for this one, we are going to be doing the scene where Blair and, uh, Blair and, nope, Chuck and Jenny go, uh, and ask Blair for help. And so I will get my script out in front of us. Um, I think Jenny only has one line in this, but that's fine. Whoever's Jenny can just, uh, deliver that line as, as great as they can. Um, so who wants to be, uh, who wants to be who here? Who wants to be Blair? Who wants to be Chuck? And who wants to be Jenny? I'll take, I'll take Jenny just cause my... All right. My throat is not you'll doing t- the best. The one line. Sure, sure. And then I guess that that will put us into our usual roles here where, Brendan, you're usually Chuck and I'm usually Blair, oh. if that's how you want to play it. Even when we hang out in real life, too, we do these these characters. Yeah, we're always, we're always in characters, <laughs> Blair and Chuck, wherever we go. <laughs> People are looking at us very strange when we go to the movies together. I'm always I, wearing we my go to the, We go to the movies. And you're always and I, in the suit. And I tap the person in front of me and I say, he sold me to his uncle for sex. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm fucking trying to watch the movie. <laughs> He's like, well, she made me kiss a boy. <laughs> he kisses boys all the time. So. <laughs> God, you stop interrupting right. the movie. Does, does everyone have their script out in front of them? Yes. I will start. The two of you here together, please tell me there's an explanation that doesn't involve the apocalypse. We come in peace, and with a purpose. Something's going on in Lily's medication. I need your mind game mastery to figure out... Oh, mastery. Remind me of something else I do. (laughs) To figure out what... Who are you? House? Love that show. I'm sure Dr. Vanderwoodson knows what he's doing. It's not Vanderwoodson. It's a psychiatrist. I have an address. I think it's Lucas. <laughs> it's weird, right? Lily does not seem like she's in therapy. And you so should be. But as much as I admire the attempt to lure me back with subversive sleuthing, and appreciative as I am for you help for your help with Columbia, the answer is no. And it's never Lupus, Chuck. You would know that if you ever watched the show. <laughs> Blair, I need to find out why someone wouldn't want Lily getting better. A heartfelt plea as well, and much more effective than a fatwa. But you obviously already know that I have a date today, and nothing you can dangle will make me miss it. And next time, don't bring that stupid bitch Jenny Humphrey. Oh. <laughs> even if I even if I dangle this, man, what a scene! Everyone loved it. Another great one, and that does it. Except, of course, for plugs. But before we get to that, Beth, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. You. I mean, you are not at hundred percent health. You you came on you came on sick, and you still I wow, know you are you, you really are the hero <laughs> of the podcast. So thank you again for coming on. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. that. Was so much fun. It's it's really it, I loved it. It was awesome. And I'll this was the, a great episode. Yeah, so we'll, ha- we'll have to have it, you. We'll have to have you back for, for another episode. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to plug at this hour? No, all right. I don't. I, I didn't come prepared. Listen, plugs I'm sorry. Are optional. You don't have to. You don't have to plug anything. Um, no. Okay. Uh, I, I know you don't use Twitter, so that you no Twitter handle to plug or anything. Um, oh no. well. <laughs> um, Brendan. So. Oh. Oh. Well. I mean that's it. You know. <laughs> Brendan. That's it. What? No, no. no. Um, hold on. Hold on. Oh, I Brendan, guess. Uh, hold, hold. Oh. I didn't oh, ask oh. you. I didn't ask you anything yet, Brendan. I thought you were just saying Brendan giving you the Brendan, floor. Let don't <laughs> respond unless I ask you a question, okay? You know how this works. Anyway, Brent, Brendan, uh, we have the usual. I'm gonna forget it. Stepping all, all, step all over my top tier impression. <laughs> it looks sounds like you've been working on it too. 
That's why I got <laughs> so mad. Time. Yeah, it's just me. That's <laughs> <laughs> all this work I've been doing. Um, we have some great stuff coming out. We have more Patreon content coming out for you. Some Sandy Boys. We we love the Sandy Boys. It's a, it's a a little more unhinged version of this oh, yeah. show when we cover the OC. A lot, lot of great episodes over there, so you can find that at patreon.com slash thehoppyboyspod, and you can buy those episodes. You get all of them for $3, and there's going to be so many more coming out. We're going to cover the whole series. You get it all for 3 bucks. That's amazing. Um, otherwise, it's that time of year again, no. Matthew. Uh, you probably heard I, I probably will have put it at the top of this episode as an ad. Um, you've heard about the great Malt Madness. This is uh, the third year running we're doing Malt Madness. It's another big one. It's a boomer. It's a bopper. It's uh, gonna be bigger and better than ever. We have a lot of f- great guests, the exact same ones that were there last year. <laughs> so, so you know that gig is gonna be on for a couple of those episodes. So look out for that. It's always a fun month. Uh, long episodes, fun episodes, ridiculous. They get they get. Uh, sometimes I get drunk and I'm silly. Back, so I'm back, baby. For all of Malt I quit Madness. drinking, but you, but yeah, quit a, drinking, a, but you can't keep me off the podcast. A, I'm back, you, baby. You, you can't keep them off, baby. So I think. It'll end up being like five episodes come out in a month. So we usually do every other week, but we're going to do more than double what we usually do. So look look for that packed month of content. All right. Very, very excited for Malt Madness, as I always am. Um, yeah. I get By the time this comes out, I think we plugged this last week, but by the time this comes out, I believe our episode of uh, Buffy Boyfriends will be out. We're going to be on Ooh, uh, Friend of the Pod, Sam, and his boyfriend, Mike, have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, and we will be on... Uh, I've never seen the show, Brendan. You've seen a couple of episodes, right? Yeah, very. I very vaguely remember it because I watched it as a little kid with my sisters and stuff. So I feel like when I see it again, finally, I guess by this point I will have seen it. But I, uh, ho- I'm hoping some comes to mind again because I, 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 it's one of those things where I have very vague, like five year old type memories that aren't really real until you see the thing again. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen any. I've always wanted to, but I've never seen it. So I am excited to uh, watch this. I have no idea what I'm getting into. I'm hoping it's, it starts me on like a, a full. I guess I could even say like full on like yeah, first time watch I don't have at this point because I, I remember kind of liking it, but I was so little <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. So I, I might watch. It I don't have enough time for that, but someday I would like to. I would like to watch it all. Um, besides that, obviously, Brendan, you gotta watch the Save by the Bell reboot. It's just sitting there waiting for you to watch it. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Yeah, maybe after I try and catch up on these these uh, best picture noms, I, I finally watched uh, the Banshees of Banshees of Inisherin. <laughs> and- What'd you think? Uh, and it was good. I love a good Irish accent. I I'm love such a good Irish those, accent too. With the way they say they I just say watched, feckin' all the time, and it's yeah, so oh great. Um, I just watched uh, "See How They Run," which Saoirse Ronan is in, and God, I love I love when she gets to speak in her Irish accent. Oh, Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> yeah. Um, really great stuff. I started watching. Uh, That's why I love Bad Sisters so much. What Bad Sisters you gotta you gotta get on? That's a, such a good Irish accent. So you have Irish to watch. Accent uh, show. You have to watch. Jeez, you have to watch Dairy Girls. That's the best Irish accent show. I know, oh, that's a, that's you actually really what do. I need to watch. That's true. I watched that before. Oh Saved God by the damn Bell. it! <laughs> um, I started watching. Uh, <laughs> I started watching the uh, new Jason Siegel Harrison Ford show on Apple TV. Shrinking, very oh, okay. good. The first four Seems episodes fun. are out. I had a, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, you know, obviously Australian. One of the best Australian Survivor seasons. If you want to watch that, you season four. I started watching. And Penn Badgley doing great as a as a serial killer. He's this has been a fun season so far. Uh, great. Beth, you watching anything? I was just going to say, okay, now I've got some ideas now that I heard you guys Yeah, talk. I, I kind of just hijack the plug segment and make it about what I'm watching on, on TV, but that's, that's what always happens. That's perfect. That makes it easier. Yeah, exactly. What are you watching? I just finished binging Ginny oh, and Georgia. Oh, you talked I about did, that last yes. week. 
I love that show. It's so it's so insane. Um, it has everything. It does have everything. It's so insane. It's like it's like it, it's like it, it, parts of it remind me of Gossip yeah, Girl. I mean, it's like the modern day Gilmore Girls. If one of the characters also just like killed a bunch mm-hmm. of people. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But like, it's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also watching The Last of Us. It comes out a new season. Oh, it's yeah. a zombie show every Sunday. That that the last episode I've cried the last two episodes they've yeah, been kind I'm, of insane I'm, I'm current on that show too and it is just every time I think it's gonna just go back to being the video game which I've seen all the cutscenes for already it, it just like outdoes it every time it's just such an incredible show even if it was just a one-to-one cutscene game video game show I, I would still watch it but just the performances are amazing I'm finding out now that the writing is amazing because the one episode where they did mm-hmm. nothing from the game was probably the best episode of television I've seen in a long time was, was that the one with uh with Frank and Bill Yes, that was because that that one actually had nothing. It, nothing was the same except for the characters' names in the, in the video game. Gotcha. So that was just so 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 good, and, and that was the one I, I think had the most people. I talking. definitely did. I I yeah. saw yeah. nonstop I, tweets about that episode. I've I've heard great things about the show. I yeah. have not watched it and uh, probably won't, but I am I am happy that everyone is loving it. Yeah, it's great stuff. Gotcha. Uh, one last thing that that is really just I, I can't stop thinking about this, but this week's County Bang Bang. Or I guess at this point last last week, Lisa Gilroy's <laughs> impression of Elvis has gotten has gotten me over no, my fear. You're no longer afraid of Elvis, and all it took I, was Lisa I, Gilroy I love him to, now. to bring him back from the dead. <laughs> I, I almost crashed on a on a side street in my car, laughing at her entrance to the show. I was skeleton in stitches. celebrity toilet. <laughs> just all her her little like Elvisisms just really had me dying. So please. Fast forward to about like 55 minutes or maybe an hour into the, the episode if you don't feel like listening to the whole thing. It's all that great, but like really Lisa Gallory just is one of the best CBB, current CBB performers there are. That was really funny, yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. it. You you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week when we'll be breaking down the season finale of uh, of Gossip Girl. What's it called? Last Tango in Paris? Wow. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with another incredible guest. So, we've had a lot, of, a string of first-time guests these last few weeks, but uh, this will be a familiar voice. Uh, I'll leave it at Ooh. that. But until then, you know you love us. <laughs> XOXO. Lonely, Lonely boys. boys. Bye-bye.